feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. The important thing for me is to get them back in, in the Rangers place, to focus back on Rangers, try and get them away from international duty and get the focus on what's going to face us in the coming days. All the focus and attention needs to be on Aberdeen. It's a big game. Tomorrow's important. It's a game that we're all looking forward to and um, it'd be good to put a run together and have consistent performances. You know, we're very much hoping we can pick up where we left off. Won't be easy. Football show with Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Cy Ferry, and Rob McLean with OPC Energy Limited, the renewable energy specialists. Call 0808 17 17 700. Yeah, despite the defeat in Israel, let's not forget Stevie Clark and his tartan heroes. Scotland have led us to the promised land next year, the Euro 2020s in the summer of 2021. Back home, the most hotly contested title chase in a decade continues. Hebs against Celtic tomorrow. Rangers Aberdeen on Sunday. Barry Ferguson has still been quite a week. We're still in the wave of euphoria after the win against Serbia. Yeah, listen, I, I'm still remaining positive. Look, you don't like losing games, um, but I thought the the last two games the, the performance levels were decent. The only thing is, we we just couldn't fin- uh, finish um, a few chances off. Um, but I'm still really positive. Look, if you asked me 12 months ago, um, would Scotland reach the Euros? I'd have said absolute no chance. So the manager Stevie Clark and that group of players deserve a lot of credit. Say, si, it's been some week, hasn't it? Everyone's got to bounce back because of this. Brilliant, Paul. Uh, what a week it's been. I've been boogieing all week. I'm out tomorrow <laughs> for Peter Head. I've torn my hamstring attempting the splits. So, all doing a boogieing, but worth it. What a week for Scotland. One that I'll never forget. My boys are still talking about it now. So, everyone you speak to in the streets come up to you. They want to speak about Scotland, which is great. So, amazing times. And Rob, we're back to domestics this weekend and it is the biggest and best title race for many, many years from a neutral point of view. Yeah, sure is. I mean, it's looking really intriguing and we couldn't be coming back, in terms of the title race, we couldn't be coming back with two better games, really. Celtic at Easter Road, Rangers at home to Aberdeen. So the old firm up against the, the their two closest challengers. Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. We're here till... Is that the new sponsor? Seven. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Right, so yeah, when's, the wa- when's the wages yeah, going up exactly. then? Come on. <laughs> I need to speak to somebody in here. Oh, wait, oh, wait. 17, 17, 700. There'll be a Simon Ferry calling in. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, oh, wait. 17, 17, 700 to speak to Barry, Cy, Rob and me, Paul. Text the message GO plus your message to 87474. And we're on the socials as well at the Go Football Show. And thanks to everyone who's been downloading the podcast. We're way over the 160. 70,000 now and I believe we had 70,000 uh, hits sigh for the yes sir you can boogie yeah I'll yeah. do it used to <laughs> <laughs> my, my mother actually texted saying what, what, are they two singles so we'll talk after the show <laughs> she's terrible though so you wouldn't go with we were slaughtered I can tell you what age is she? she's just turning six she's actually quite pretty oh, right, right, prettier than yeah, you think yeah. Producing this, uh, listen, uh, can, like can she dance? Yeah. yeah, she can dance. Oh, well, that's one, she's yeah. one ahead of me, though. Yes, uh, yeah, thanks to everyone who was calling in. We've had a, a great week, it's been amazing. And Barry, completely agree with you. We would all have taken this, you know, this time 10 days ago, even 
to know that we're through to the finals. Yeah, a hundred percent. As I said, when Stevie Clark took over, the country was in a downer in terms of the the national team playing games of football. Um, slowly but surely, you, you can see the difference that the managers making. The the players are getting more confident with every game. And as I said, I, th- I thought that's the best I've seen Scotland play last week against Serbia last Thursday night. They were excellent. And then that. The last two games, okay, we've not won, but I think with a number of changes he made on Sunday against Slovakia, I still enjoyed the game. I, th- yeah. I thought we still played good football against Israel um, on Wednesday night. L- let's be honest, they had some handy players. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. Solomon for them was was, was outstanding. Um, and the only thing we couldn't do on Wednesday night was put the ball in the back of the net. That's something that the manager knows. That's something that he's going to clearly try to work on when they meet up again. But look, I'm, I still believe in this group. There's, there's still a good group of players. We've not got top level players. Let's be honest with you. I, I think people get carried away sometimes. Yep. But this group of players have done the country pl- uh, proud way. We, we get into the Euros next well, summer Well there was that moment when Lee Griffiths was on that you thought it was yeah. a position yeah. for him wasn't it? I think, I think everyone yeah. thought that you know the, the last thing you expected when the ball dropped on his left foot inside the box was that he would scalaff it mm-hmm. uh, and, that, and that's what happened you know um, but I thought I thought on the back of the game I was wondering what Stevie Clark would say afterwards and I, for me he summed it up perfectly because he said you know let's, let's celebrate let's celebrate what we've achieved in this week of games um, but it's a reality check as well it tells us that we've got a hell of a lot of improving to do we're making progress but let's not get carried away yeah of course we do he's only been in the job a year as I've said it took Jurgen Klopp four years to get Liverpool over there I've no doubt Stevie Clark will do it I'm actually more optimistic after the last two games than I was when we were winning that big run and we were sitting in and we were nicking draws wins I mean this is how I think this Scotland team should play with the personnel that we've got you know, I like to see us attacking, dominating the ball because I think we've got the players to do it. Like Barry says, I think we're just missing that wee finishing touch at the end. I think once we get guys like Forrest and Fraser back, that attacking style will suit them even more. I mean, if you think the, the chances and opportunities that landed to Stephen O'Donnell, no disrespect to Stephen O'Donnell, that's no, he's, yeah. he's 40. James Forrest in that position, for me, that's goals. You know, you're looking at goals. So in the long term, I think this is how we should play and I'm enjoying watching it. Really looking forward to it next year. I wouldn't like to be Steve Clark, would you? Cutting it down to 23 players. Yeah, he's going to have a, a few sleepless nights, but it's also an opportunity for some players yeah. um, that haven't been in the squad or around about the squad to go. This is a big six month for them. Yeah. They need to now go and work even harder and go and show the manager that they, they can get in. But 23, I think the, the squad they picked was... 20, tw- 20, you started with 27 and 27. then two, two pulled out mm. yeah but listen if you're a footballer what an opportunity it is to get to the Euros next summer so I would hazard a guess that a lot of players are going to work as hard as they've ever and, um, and try and get in that squad I think sometimes only, I don't know what you think but sometimes we go too direct to Dykes you know mm-hmm. I know he's a good he's a good player to have in there but I think that we can play even more you know I think the, the players like Callum McGregor and Ryan Jack that we've got I want to see them get on the ball a bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, at times they drop off at Tierney and it's a long ball up to Dykes. And it's only really McGinn and Christie we've got running off that second ball. And if it doesn't land to them, it's usually an opposition player that, that it lands to. I'd like to see, right. can we get the ball in a day two and into McGinn and Christie on the half turn? Mm-hmm. You know, we've still not seen that side of them. Yeah. Every ball that McGinn and Christie are getting is knockdowns off Dykes. Mm-hmm. I think they're more incapable of playing that wee bit more, mixing our game up a wee bit. Yeah, we're still a work in progress. Yeah. Let, let's not forget that. Yeah. Um, I still think there's there's a lot to come for this this group of players and, and it's difficult for an international manager. He's only got them for seven to ten days mm. and and in that seven to ten days you don't get a lot of time on the training field. 
So what the manager's done And what the group of players have done Over the last 12 months I think it's been fantastic And I don't think we're ever going to be a team That's going to go and wallop a team 3 or 4 now. Yeah. I think we're always going to be a team That's going to win one or two Two goals in it um, But I'm enjoying I'm actually enjoying sitting down Watching Scotland playing just now and as I said, we need to we need to get behind them. And I liked his interview after the game. Mm. It was a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah. When would you have heard the Scotland manager mm. say that? He didn't yeah. duck the question. He didn't duck the Cause question because he, yeah. he believes yeah. in the, the group of players he's got. Because as I said, there is good quality there. Yeah. Here's a big yeah. statement for you, Rob. Mm. I'd switch Tierney and Robertson. Would you think? Mm. That is a big statement. I, I know exactly what you mean. I mean Tierney was almost world class in, yeah. in, in Slovakia in the game in Slovakia when he played that position. Uh, but I'm not sure I can see Andy Robertson are you suggesting Andy Robertson left left, left, left of a back three I can't see him there uh, what would your uh, why not sorry I, I just uh, to me he's a, a left back or a push a left wing back you know which is where obviously where Scotland play him I, I, I think Tierney can play both positions very yeah. comfortably I, I, I don't see Andy Robertson playing that position I, I, just, th- I think Tierney's Scotland's best player wow so, what, so, so you, should we play yeah. him in his best position then? There was a stunned silence there, wasn't there? So he's I get what player. you're saying. I get what yeah, you're saying. I, 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 yeah. Honestly, I, I thought he was excellent at yeah. Celtic. There's no surprise that Arsenal came in and paid 25 million. He's went down there and he's not looked out of place. Yeah. Um, and what I love about him, he can play in a number of positions. He can play left back, left wing back. Obviously, Stevie Clark's playing him at left centre back and a back three. Um, but I, I just love his attitude. He's got a real winner's mentality. And that's mm-hmm. what we need people like that. I so. just think when you're you've got that as we mentioned on Monday was it Monday you, when you've got the three defence three centre halves and your two two sitters in front your two wing backs need to be wing, wingers you, you attack you defend with five and you attack with five and Andy Robertson for me one v one he's not a guy that will go by players I think he's better at Liverpool when he's got a player in front of him and he's great at passing it and running into space I still think he could do that left to a back three with your new on the outside of him I think that's what he's good at at Liverpool he plays to Manny he runs into the space yeah. I think similar to Greg Taylor when he played there for Celtic I think he's getting the balls in, in, in areas and situations that he's not comfortable with mm. I don't think he likes having somebody typed him when he receives the ball right, My only problem with Andy Robertson um, left centre half of a back three years I don't think he's aggressive enough mm. Dino no, no I, well, I, In the air or on the yep, ground Yeah yep, Both mm. I think Kieran Tierney's a more aggressive player yeah. um, Andy Robertson is a flying fullback. And he spoiled Andy Robertson at Liverpool. He's playing with well, world class yep. players. He is, and well, he doesn't look out of place. Andy Robertson. Listen, we're lucky to have two of them. Let's be honest. And I'm a big believer in you've got to get yep. both of them in the team somehow. And the managers come up with a solution. But I, look, I get what you're saying. But I, I prefer Kieran Tierney if he's going to go with a back three, having to play there. All right, let's take our first calls. We've got so much to talk about the internationals and also the domestic scene, which is going to be some weekend. We mentioned uh, Hibs against Celtic, Rangers against Aberdeen, and there's a full card tomorrow. Let's take our first caller. Hugh is on the line, a Motherwell fan. Hi, oh, Hugh. Good yes, evening. we know who Hugh is. <laughs> How you doing, guys? All right, good to speak to you again. Oh, oh, Hugh's so infectious, isn't he? I love you, Hugh. <laughs> Hugh, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so you won't love me a minute because I do agree with Barry about uh, Robertson and Tierney. Right, can we get rid of uh, you? Can we get somebody else on? <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Hugh. <laughs> um, the, the reason being is, uh, obviously, but before I make my main point about the Scotland team and how fans are reacting, um, Tierney plays in that position with Arno, Arsenal also. Robertson is just a flat back forward with Liverpool mm. and he's probably better than up not better than up down the line but Tierney's more adaptable for that position uh, we, we, Scotland were spoiled years ago again you guys will know that with Danny McGain and Sandy Jardin the two of them were who, who do you pick I mean because the two of them were, I believe were obviously world class as well uh, main point really was 
the last week we have been spoiled how we've got there we've got to the Euros uh, I just think that the, the players for the next game when he changed it if he could have kept it the same way it would have been fantastic to go for the win men relax on the, on the Thursday but let's just appreciate it let's go and enjoy it what it is over the last two games uh, that Scotland played I think we've not had that possible colour instinct not the final third just inside the box we're trying to make that extra pass and that extra touch and you've seen it especially in the last game we're making passes going backwards cutting the ball back and they're going back to Stephen O'Donnell as Barry says if that's James Forrest there that, or Ryan Fraser that's in the net but O'Donnell's a defender and he's not got that killer instinct so let's just be happy how we're there appreciate it and just say keep, up, keep doing what you're doing let the players keep doing what they're doing and be positive what we do have is good options so you know if we're playing a team that we think is going to have the ball more than us Stephen O'Donnell could go and play right wing back as five and five at the back if we're playing in Israel where we think we're going to dominate the ball, you can play James Forrest, who's going to be that bit more attacking. It's the same with Gallagher for me, you know, against Serbia when it's a big guy who's who Declan Gallagher, Gallagher likes that physical presence with, play Declan Gallagher. Against a small, quick player, McKenna would be in for me. If we're going to press the game high up the pitch, I've always said that I think you need your centre-back to be quick. Um, but it's good options to have, as I say, so we can, we can change personnel on, on the opposition accordingly. I'm with you, but let's be positive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 12 months ago it was all doom and gloom there's no I th- chance I, 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 think, think I think we are being positive I, I don't think a lot of people are having been honest with you right. I don't I've heard some people I had a caller last night we were rubbish uh, well yeah mm. I, I, I mean you know you can't take but, that seriously well, You can't. Yeah. somebody saying Scotland are rubbish you, you can't possibly take that seriously but what we can do is look at ways of improving I mean that that's not being negative the that's only that, thing that, I think that, we need to improve looking, on yeah. is scoring goals yeah mm. well, but, that's, that's a, but that's a big deal Barry that's, that's, a, that's a massive aspect in the but game but we've got players to do it yeah especially when we get Forrest and Fraser back I mean I don't, I don't know how, how long it's going to be with James Forrest getting back with Celtic uh, I, I noticed that Ryan Fraser is, isn't going to be playing for Newcastle uh, at the weekend so, so he's out for a bit longer he will be back he adds to it um, but the, the goals need to be coming from around yeah. the team don't they I mean Dykes gets some goals Christie gets some goals we need John McGinn to be get, getting goals he that purple patch for Scotland we need Forrest and Fraser if you start sharing them around five players then maybe that's the way to go that was, about, that was my one disappointment the other night yeah. is that he took Dykes off and put Griffiths on uh-huh. you know I had to change that you know we're, we're on top we're dominating the ball yeah. go two up with, yeah. with, diff- exactly. with Dykes and Griffiths I know yeah. he brought McBurney on but we're desperate to win the game mm-hmm. Dykes is a player in form we know Griffiths can get us a goal go and cause Israel a, a different type of problem and put Dykes have, and Griffiths on I would have liked to have seen both Dykes yeah. and Griffiths play yeah. I, I, yeah. I was surprised that he'd done that I was, if I'm being honest with you, I think... And so, so was Dykes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I like him. I don't think Dykes is an out-and-out goal scorer. I no. think he will get his odd goal, but he's he's, he's crucial. Yeah. Because you think about it, see, with Dykes, when it plays up, he's only one header he's got his back the way because right. it's McGinn and Christie running on him. But if Griffiths is on, he'll also have the option of flicking it on the other way for Griffiths to run in behind. And I think we'll get a lot more chances he, coming from that. I think it was the last Israel game he had Fraser... Who, who done that? Was really, yeah. I mean, he, direct. He, I, yeah. really, really direct. Yeah. It was ideal for him, but I like. I think Lyndon Dykes is crucial to the way we play. I think he is going to be the number one striker. It's who he plays up alongside him. Sai, you said at the start of the season, Lee Griffiths will be back when people thought he would leave. When is he going to be fully fit? I mean, I looked the other night and I thought, what's happening here? When is he going to be fully fit? Oh, if I could answer you that, I wouldn't be sitting here. <laughs> I don't know, I've not got you a clue. the million pound a year manager. See, see the only yeah. way he's going to get fit is yeah. playing, playing games. Playing games, yeah. And that chance he, he got, is that his fitness or is that just lack of luck? You know, It's lack of yeah. sharpness, there, yeah. there's no doubt. I mean, if Lee Griffiths has, has played five or six games previous, yeah. 
That's in the back of the net. There's you, no doubt about it. You, what do you think? Striking options. Striking, I'd, I'd, again, I'll, I'll stick with Barry as well. Uh, oh, Hugh, you can't just keep agreeing with Barry, Hugh. Come on. Like, this is actually strange for me because I'm a model fan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're trying to on your yeah. um, I, I Actually, I would love to see Dykes and Griffiths up. Just like we've seen, obviously, Fraser as well, not in the audience. I think for Dykes the other night, I think, uh, I think it was Dan Jackson uh, said it last night. I just think it was tiredness with him. And you actually seen it. Yes, he was disappointed to come off. I was disappointed to come off. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of Scotland fans were, but because of the travelling, he's obviously stepped up. He did in QPR. Um, I just think the players were needing that rest. The huge guys will know going to the hotel, the hotel, packing this, going to travel on the bus, going to the bus here. Yep. It will take it out of you. Even though you are professional players and you are training every day, it does take it out of you. It does take it out, obviously, normal guys. When we go abroad, you're like, oh, I'm not, I'm tired yep. here, I'm going for a kick. Mm-hmm. So, in a hotel, especially now with the virus going about, when you're, no, you can't go and do this, no, you can't go and do that. Okay. So you're going to be relaxing in, in your room. So I just think, Griffiths, going forward, I would love to see, this is next March we're talking about now for the World Cup qualifiers. Griffiths and Dykes, I would love to see it up front to see, it, to see it progress. And Hugh, what about Motherwell then? Tomorrow, you're at St. Johnson. Is there going to be that boost, the fact you've got uh, Gallagher and O'Donnell and have done so well? Oh, definitely, yeah. And then again, we've obviously got Campbell back as well for the 21s. We've got McGuire yep. back for the 21s as well. Um, uh, I'm, I'm hearing McCabe is probably going to be in the bench tomorrow. That's a good fit for us yeah. coming back with McGabe and Gallagher in there. Uh, then pushing O'Hara back into midfield like Barry thought he was playing last week. You're letting me get some things wrong, you. I can't remember dig him. Good man. I'd like to see that again. I do, I do actually fancy it against St. Joseph, but again, that's how, how we finished leading up to the obviously that national pick. But you need to kick on now, don't you? Motherwell, terrible start to the season, then an improvement, but you now want to get points, big time. Well, definitely, but I spoke to you as obviously beginning of the season as well, and I think it was yourself over Barry says, am I worried about the start? And I says, no, definitely not, because mm-hmm. all we needed was that one goal or that one kick, and we would turn, and we have turned the table. I just hope we keep this going now, keep the pressure going. Tony Watt and now I think that now loving it at, at, yeah. at us and want to stay on and, and, and he's the one that's pushing us on it's just who who comes in with Tony Watt whether it's Lang whether it's Long I don't okay. honestly know who it's I mean, Hugh scoreline tomorrow then before we go to the break what what do you think? For Motherwell? Yeah uh, I think we'll keep a clean sheet whether it'll be 1 or 2 now we'll definitely keep a clean sheet 1 or 2 now what do you reckon? Barry for that one tomorrow St Johnson against Motherwell I fancy Motherwell St Johnson is seven unbeaten yeah I know I've seen that earlier they're they're on a they're on a definite revival can I just say after Hugh's performance that I'm going St Johnston (laughs) just for the sake (laughs) (laughs) I'm only John I think Motherwell will beat them do you know what we're going to do do you think Motherwell yeah I think we all do in the second hour somebody is going to win the Playstation 5 now we heard last night on the programme Gary from the Gorbals got nine points Rob no way that's like like one every five seconds Gary for the Gorbals had his phone next to him, uh, didn't he? 100%. You must have read the questions quickly, Rob. No, no, I know. I was good. Yeah, yeah I did. Uh, yeah, he slipped me. He slipped me a few quid and I read them, <laughs> I read them quicker. No, no, I'm not like right. that. Nine's going to be. That's going to take some beat. It is. Nine. Nine. So, so somebody in the next hour or so is going to win 
the PlayStation yeah. 5. Yep, plenty. Can, 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 can you feel the excitement building? And there is. Have you yeah. told them Barry's going to deliver it to their house? <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> I'm trying to get one. I can't get one anywhere. In lockdown, if it's uh, South Lanarkshire, we'll be okay. But if oh. not, because um, that starts at oh, 6 tonight. Key so yeah, key workers, exactly. Mm. We'll find out about your weekend. Barry, you've got match. And uh, you too, Si. And Rob, it's going to be a busy weekend. Yeah. It's great to come back, though, from the internationals. We're going to the Euros. And there's a title race on as well. And it could go either way. It could be Rangers. It could be Celtic. What do you think? Call in now. The Bull Radio Football Show. Friday night, the weekend starts here. Don't worry about the lockdown. We'll take you through till seven. Cy Ferry, Barry Ferguson, Rob McLean and me, Paul Cooney. Delighted to be with you every night of the week, Monday to Friday, and what a week it's been. We are still buzzing. This time last week, it was singing, dancing here in the studio uh, after Yes Sir, I Can Boogie, which uh, <laughs> it blew everyone away. And that came from you, Si, on uh, the podcast. Well done. Yeah, uh, it's been it's been quite massive, John. So we've been speaking to a few people about doing something uh, big. Uh, with the song so fingers crossed it happens in the summer and we had the, one of the singers on the breakfast show here at Go as well which she loved me didn't you did I, you know, I, I heard, heard of course yeah. Yeah. I've been Instagramming her but that's between me and her she doesn't want it to go any further <laughs> the focus the focus comes back to the domestic scene Stephen Gerrard about the match on Sunday with Aberdeen the important thing for me is to get them back in, in the Rangers place to focus back on Rangers try and get them away from international duty and get the focus on what's going to face us in the coming days. All the focus and attention needs to be on Aberdeen. It's a big game. For me, the, the players are really looking forward to this. Um, you can feel around the place that there's a confidence and a belief about them. Um, but it's always a challenge after a break, uh, a couple of week break, even when you're in top form. The challenge is can you find that rhythm as quick as you can? Stephen Gerrard, certainly they won't want to lose the rhythm they've had since the start of the season. Yeah, there's, um, there's a... They're playing really well, let, let's be honest. And th- this game, it's always got a bit of needle in it, Rangers and Aberdeen. And it, it's one that I always look forward to, to playing, whether it was up at Petaudry or, or Ibrox. They're, they're good games. Rangers in a good place. But listen, I, I've seen Aberdeen a number of times over the last month. And I've got to be honest with you, I've been impressed. A big miss for him. McCrory's yeah. not yeah. available. Um, he's been he's done excellent since he's been up there. But it's a game I'm looking forward to on Sunday. And it'll be a... A great test for Rangers, but a good test for Aberdeen to see if they can come down to Glasgow and, and compete with Rangers. Yeah, it'll just be the same again for Rangers. They mm. won't change anything. You know, the style of play will be exactly the same. Aberdeen will know what, what they're going to come up against. Uh, it's just how Derek McInnes goes about it. Fully expect him to go three at the back. With the two wing-backs trying to stop Tavernier and Barisic, but what that leaves is Kent, Morelos and Aribo, 3v3 with Taylor, Considine and Hoban. So it'll be how they five guys stop they five players. Uh, my worry for Aberdeen would be that the pace that Rangers have got and how direct they can play this year. You know, we've seen it up at Petodre, Kent, direct, scores a goal due to his pace. Um, so it's a big test for Aberdeen defensively. Um, and then they need to try and get up the pitch and, and, and create a chance through a set piece or, or a breakaway from it. I'll be honest with you, watching Aberdeen, I think Derek will bring his team down here and, and have a go. I don't, really think, I don't think he'll sit yeah. back. Yep. I think they've got to have confidence the way they're playing. Their last yeah. game... Um, you were at the game yes. yep. game 2-0 yeah. you said they were really impressive I've only yep. seen the highlights but I was impressed but I I think looking at this Aberdeen squad this is definitely Derek's strongest squad he's had since think if they have a go though Fergie they get, they get battered um, it's a good point but I, I don't think they're going to the usual Aberdeen will come down and, and park the bus and make it try and frustrate Rangers mm. I, I don't I, I just think there's a different kind of mentality there's di- yeah there's a different way that, that Derek's going about mm-hmm. it and I think he believes in the, the players he's got whether it's good enough they were disappointing I've got to be honest with you in the semi-final against Celtic mm. so they'll be desperate yeah. for this game to come along and 
His his chant in the dressing room will be like, look, go and prove people that we can compete with the best. Rob, what do you reckon? Well, I think they're still hurting Aberdeen about the first weekend of the season because they didn't really turn up yeah. at, at Pataudry yeah. that day. It was only 1-0 Rangers, but but the Rangers kind of cruised it. It was too comfortable uh, for them as far as Derek McInnes was concerned. Um I mean, I think I think they're the I think they're the third best team in Scotland. I don't think there's much yeah. doubt about that. I mean, they blew Hibs away really in that in that last game, but it's going to take an unbelievable performance, I think, at Ibrox on Sunday mm. to derail Rangers. I mean, Rangers are just in such a good place at the moment that Aberdeen are going to need to uh, perform even better than they've done so far this season to to have any chance of getting anything out of that game I think I think that the last couple of times that they've got results at Ibrox has been through set pieces Mm -hmm. but as we've said Rangers look far more organised at set pieces than they did in previous years so you know, I think team. they'll be looking. For, I know Fergie to love a goal. I think they'll look for to get the ball up to Cosgrove and have hedges and right going playing off him and try and leave their three to go and create some of themselves and and be hard to beat. But we'll wait and I see. Th- I think that's their best chance. I think I think right and hedges. Yeah. Those two tend to uh, buzz around Cosgrove and and switch around a lot. Mm. And and I think that you know that's been a big part of Aberdeen uh, Aberdeen's attacking success this season those two and, the, and their interchangeability um, and, and they, they could they could trouble Rangers I do see that but, okay. I, but I see Rangers scoring in the game as All well Alright, we'll get your predictions in the second hour it's the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited so we're with you every night of the week Michael's on the line now from Greenock Good evening Michael Hi guys, how's it going? Hi Michael Alright Michael Good, thanks You, what's in your mind tonight? Hi I'm a tell you bit kind of baffled by how negative everybody's been about the last two games. I know that can just come back to the Scotland points, um, but I mean everybody was absolutely buzzing, myself included. Yep. Still am, to be honest with you. Um, booked booked for an apartment. We've got a fifty seater bus going to London. So Wait, tell us more about that in a second. I think we're we're positive as well here in Go. You can hear that tonight. We're still on oh, the roof. So what have you got? You've got a fifty seater bus. For Wembley, aye, yeah. aye. As, as soon as it as soon as it went to full time after the the tears and beers were finished, um, one of the boys was on the phone with a group chat sorted. So we've Brilliant. got aye, a fifty seater going. Have so you got fifty pounds? So I've only got I've only got about five pounds. Have you got fifty pounds? Well, I, I know about five of them. I know. About five <laughs> them. I've got a fee at five hundred, <laughs> and there's space. <laughs> uh, Michael, that is good yeah. to hear. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I think. I mean, I just think. I think we're finally we're finally got a system that works. Yeah. Um, and the players that have actually bought into Steve Clark as well. You know, and we've got. You know, we've got. We've made so many chances as well over the days, but we got more clinical when we win both of them games recently. So really, really positive, and again, just really buzzing for the Euros now. See, even on that as well, like the Scotland point when when we're dominating games, I think we can take off a Jack or a McGregor. You know, when we're on top, I don't think we need the two of them there. You know, I think putting John McGinn back one and letting him run for midfield into the box, you get an extra man in the box and you get an extra striker on the pitch. You know, okay, it's great when at the start of games when McGregor and Jack they do a great job at what they do, yeah. but. When you're when you're on top, I, th- I think we we we've got the players that we can go for. I think Jack and McGregor can do that job themselves with the shift across. And, what does Michael and think of that, Michael? I, I, absolutely, and I think we've, we've got so many different options as well. Uh, midfield in particular. I mean, look at the players that weren't even there. Uh, Forrest um, was Scott Embassy's face. Ryan Fraser, Fraser as well. He can come in as well. Aye, uh, so we've got potentially um, Gilmore, um, Nesbitt. I know he plays up front, but even Lewis Ferguson could come into the fold as well. We've got so many options in the middle of the park. We've actually got too many, which is, I suppose, is a good thing to have. You know, I Bye. think he's but always go. I think he's always going to go with the two holders away from home. I think at home he can go with the one. I don't like McGinn dropping back. I'll be honest with you. On Sunday. I prefer McGinn let him off a leash let him go and run off the, the centre mm. forward let him get in people's faces that's when that's when I love watching John McGinn but I agree with Sai I do think at times we can go with just one sitting and two in front instead of two sitting and mm. one in front 
But look, the managers get a certain way. Um, we've got a way playing that we're going to be difficult to, to score against. I know they scored on a night, but it was in a counter attack. And sometimes you've got to hold your hands up. It was a great piece of individual skill for the boy Solomon. Um, but I'm like, I'm like Michael. I'm positive. I think we've got the right guy. Mm-hmm. As a manager, I think we've got a real good group, uh, good group of players, and I just think in time they're only going to get better. And I think I think you would worry if we weren't creating chances. But I mean, right. how many exactly. chances? I mean, I think somebody said thirty-three attempts on goal across mm. those two games: the the Slovakia game and the, and the, and the Israel game. So, mm. um, you know, it's it's only a matter of time before the ball goes on the back of the net. If you if you weren't creating chances, then you'd worry. That's what I was worried when we were winning games and we weren't creating chances because that can only last for so long. You know, as I say, I'm optimistic because I feel like. This is the way we should play with that group of players. And like Rob says and Barry says, when we get players that are more attacking players than Forrest and Fraser, who are two massive players, by the way, when you think of the goals and the assists that they've created at Bournemouth and Celtic, they're massive players for how they're going to play in that system. James Forrest scored a hat-trick playing there against, was it Israel? Israel, yeah. yeah. So there you go, you're taking goals at the team again. And I think once we get them back, they'll be the wee missing parts of the jigsaw. Michael, what about James Forrest? I know you're a Celtic fan. Let's turn to that now for this weekend. Obviously, James Forrest is not around at the moment because of the injury. How are you feeling about Celtic's title challenge? Honestly, I mean, I want to just keep watching Scotland games. It's <laughs> <laughs> international. Um, I don't, I'm hopeful, but again, it's we've not been consistent at all this season. Um, but hopefully, Big Edouard, he's had obviously played well during the week with France. Hopefully, he comes back and they can have that kind of form for us as well. But again, we'll need to just we'll need to wait and see. But Rangers are looking very, very consistent. But as we've been kind of stop start, so it's it's a toughie. But if would you start Edouard? Sorry, Paul. Aye, aye. Would you start Edward or do you go the team that beat Motherwell? Uh, I start Edward. Every day, I think you've got it. I'll be honest with you. I mean, he, he must be in a high now. He's had a, a few Surely. games. He's, he's became France. Yep. What is it? All time record under twenty one scorer. Yeah, four, yeah four, listen, fourteen and yeah, ten. All time record Celtic reserve team ho- ho- yep. appearance holder. So that means but nothing. See if you get him firing. Yeah, I, I've said it plenty of times. He, he's, he's a top class individual. Um, Celtic just need to get him back playing. Um, at a level where he's winning games of football for Celtic is that important to Celtic if Edward's in fire Celtic will be in fire here's the manager speaking about the striker well first of all it's a great milestone for him you know and um, something he should be very proud of and yeah, it was great to see him you know fresh and you know looking strong and his two goals were fantastic so that puts him hopefully in a good frame of mind for the games coming up I think Celtic can be really proud as well that it's one player replacing another uh, for that record with the French under-21s, Dembele's record beaten by, by Odson Edouard. But I think it's one of the really fascinating aspects about this weekend uh, is how he comes back and, and what sort of, uh, I don't mean physically shape, but what sort of shape he's in, what sort of his attitude is to, to returning for Celtic because he has to come back firing on the back of Surely what he's done for the yeah. well, yeah. you, you would imagine yes if if he still has the hunger and, and the enjoyment of, of playing for Celtic he'll, you hear Neil Lennon speak there hopefully mm. comes back yeah. He's, yeah. he'll be desperate for him to come yeah. back yeah he has the, to be yeah because he's, he's that big a player he's, he's key if Celtic want to go on a run that's how good he is and that's how good he makes Celtic when he's at the top of his game Celtic are a far better team but there's no excuses for Edward now no. you know we've made excuses for his performances so yeah. far this season maybe the Covid and he's not up to speed he's went and scored two goals for France under 21s against a good opposition it's now time for him to come back and do that for Celtic the, the club that pays his wages so, you know I heard a lot of people saying his body language that's just the way he is but if he wants to be a top player he'll need to change that yeah. so because, see if he's wanting to get a move yeah exactly listen, I believe everybody wants to play at the top level yeah. Edward will be the same see if he wants to get a move 
He needs to start producing what he produced he last season for Celtic. How good is his side, do you think? Oh, he's at his best. There's no doubt yeah. Paul, he's got the potential to be a top player, mm-hmm. but as I've yeah. said, top players don't have that sort of body language. You know, if he wants to go to teams like Tottenham and, and Man City and Liverpool, take a look at their centre forwards. They didn't walk about, they didn't, they're never off the boil. Okay, they make, make mistakes and have bad games. But the work rate that they put in for their team is why they're top players. If I'm a top manager looking at people now, they didn't just look at who can turn it on every now and again. It's the guys that turn up every week and put a shift in for the team. Michael, he's got the potential to, to yeah, play at that level. No he asked about you the other night. Michael, is he better than Dumbelli, do you think? I am. I, I would say he will be. Um, not right now, but I think he will be. Yeah. Um, and I, think he, I think he's potentially the difference between winning the league and not winning it, so it better start turning up. Are you worried, Michael, that that he's not going to come back from the international break firing for, think, for Celtic? I think you've got to be. He's not, he's not really gave us any evidence this season that yeah. he's, he's fully committed. So um, a wee bit worried, but I think if he starts, um, this game will determine how he could be for the rest of the season. So fingers crossed. It's been a real issue for Celtic, hasn't it, up front? Because Lee yeah. Griffiths hasn't been available to start for them, so he's been coming off the bench. Um, Edouard has had the, the COVID situation yeah. and, and he's you know since the opening weekend hat trick mm-hmm. against Hamilton it's not really been happening no. for him Th- th- I mean when those guys aren't fully around yeah. that, that's a big problem for Celtic yeah it's going to harm them there's no doubt the, the players that you mentioned for me when they're fit and they're firing they're top class players um, like a lot of people are going about El Yanusi look I I think he's quality but he's not a centre forward no. he, he's done excellent in the last few games in sure. terms of his, his goal scoring a Yeti I'm not too sure I've not seen enough of him yeah. um, so the Celtic fans and certainly Neil Lennon and the players I'll be desperate for guys like Edward and Griffiths yeah. to come back as I'll, quickly as possible I listened to a caller the other night when I was listening to you on Wednesday he made yeah. a great point Celtic's best football in the last three years for me was the last six months of last season yeah. and that was all down to Griffiths and, and Edward yeah. Gordon Stratton used to say you're only as good as your front two mm-hmm. and they two are top class you know if you, Celtic must do everything they can to get they two on, on the pitch together at the same time because they're a different team when they do mm-hmm. see the difference with them say last year when they come back off the winter break the yeah. two of them just wasn't how good they were playing together in terms of scoring goals and linking up. It was their work rate. Yeah. Their work rate off the ball. Mm-hmm. They were going and closing centre halves down, full backs down. That's what you need to see. But I think Edward does that when he's more involved in the game. So mm-hmm. see when Griffiths is playing and they're on the ball more, I think he's more in the game and that, that then that then sees him working harder off the ball. I think when He's in a system where he's playing one up front and he doesn't get a lot of touches on the ball. That's when he kind of loses interest in, in doing the basics of going and shutting people down. So I think, as I've always said, get the best at your best players. If Edward's your best player and he likes playing in a two, get him in a two if you can. Michael, what's your scoreline tomorrow? Hibs Celtic? Um, I'm going to say Celtic legend 2 1. 2 1. And Rangers Aberdeen on Sunday? <laughs> uh, oh, God. What's what you say, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to. Uh, I think Rangers will win yeah. I think their defence yeah. is too good enough to do I'll say probably 2-0 Rangers Great Michael Listen We're all buzzing So we're going to be in London We'll be in Wembley You know If Covid permitting And all the rest of it And the vaccine So Michael We've got your number Hopefully we'll speak to you before then But the, the live shows from London yeah. Michael can come We'll, we'll do it live and We're, t- we're yeah. taking the Peterhead minibus yeah. Aren't we? <laughs> that hang wouldn't make it Down to London I'm <laughs> telling no, you It's about two weeks To get down to London And that hang man There's a restrictor on it, it? <laughs> Six days Four years to get up to Peterhead Mate honestly oh, That's where no. I'm going tonight as well Right I'll see you later <laughs> <laughs> And it was Cy Ferry He is the hardest working player And coach oh, I'm sure Scotland, that, Isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's never in the house I know <laughs> He's always out doing something That's because I'm always in his house <laughs> <laughs> You can't win the PS5 But somebody's going to win it tonight It's a great competition Isn't it? Yeah 
and they're walking away with FIFA 21 as well. It, you know, so we'll find out who's going to be. That's uh, just after six tonight, Rob. We're yep. having uh, so much to look forward to, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just wondering when you when you stay in Barry's house, are you in the West Wing? Oh, do, you ever, do you ever see him? No, no I've got I've got a walkie-talkie. He's got a walkie-talkie. That's oh, right, a big, okay. And I shout, and he still can't hear. That's how big your house is. And then you and you cut the grass as well, don't you? <laughs> the Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Let's go. The Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. Rob McLean, Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry. Taking your calls now, 0808 17 17 700. Text your message, go plus your message to 87474. And we're on the socials at Go Football Show. Loads of calls coming in, a couple of good callers so far. Tomorrow, well, we've been mentioning Hibs against Celtic. Also Dundee United against Hamilton. And tough time for the manager, Brian Rice. Cy, he, he needs a, a good result tomorrow against Dundee United. Oh, 100%. No, it'd be a no. I think all of us said about... I'm going to Stranraer wouldn't be as easy as he thought and it's a tough place to go and it's a terrible result I think they got the points for the Albion Rovers game um, but this is a tough test again I mean Dundee United are well organised Hamilton struggled to break, break teams down you know and with United's front, front line you'd expect Dundee United to win that game com- comfortably Livingston against St Mirren Barry we're going to come back and get the prediction shortly it's great to see the matches back on they've been Covid hit obviously at St Mirren but they're playing at Livingston they need to start getting points yeah they, they do they need to do a bit of catch up but it's, it's a difficult place to go Livingston yeah. um, they're a very good uh, home well, team is it, Livingston is it, is it the roundabouts no it's just, actually, it's just the actual place, place you're talking about <laughs> but it's, that's a tough one for yeah. St Mirren um, but listen they need to pick up points they need to pick pick up points quickly so as I said uh, uh, Livingston at home always fancy Livingston at home Okay, but we'll get your prediction in the second hour and Rob uh, Kilmarnock against Ross County Stuart Kettle will need some points as well yeah absolutely I think they picked up a point didn't they in their last game before yep. the I'm trying to admit it seems so long ago this you're, seems, you're this, the statue but, but this <laughs> seems like the longest international it's break it's, that we've ever lived through mm, mainly because yeah. it may, may, maybe because Scotland played three games in a week yeah. it just, it just w- seems when did we last have three games I don't know the, the last October. international break probably <laughs> wasn't yeah, it yeah. the last month actually yeah, yeah. good answer <laughs> But before that, it didn't normally happen. No, yeah. not at all, no. Uh, yeah, Kilmarnock against Ross County. Um, Chris Burke was in the studio just a couple of weeks ago. Um, he's saying, still flying, isn't he? I know, mm. I know. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't lost his pace. He's 36. Mm-hmm. He's still a flying he, machine. He had that bad illness when he was up yeah. at Ross County three or four yeah. years ago, and oh. it looked as if he was like, going to be finished, but and he yeah. came down to Kilmarnock, well, 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 new lease of life, and he's been... He's one of Kilmarnock's... Best well, players, yeah. if not the best yeah. player of the month, wasn't he? A couple yep. of months ago, so that's good. Take more calls. Yep. Connor is on the line, a Rangers fan, but looking to talk about Scotland. Connor, thanks for calling Go Radio. No worries, lads. It's not your uh, boy, is it? What? I hope yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just what to ask is how uh, how far do you think we can get in the Euros now? What do you feel, Connor? What do you reckon? Uh, confident, uh, maybe not after a night. Uh, <laughs> But uh, no, I think pretty confident going into the three games. Um, hopefully, by that time, the fans can be back in the stadium and and uh, get behind the players. Rob, what do you reckon you'll be commentating th- on? Yeah, I think yeah. anything. I think anything's possible. I mean, the 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 tough, the tough bit, as we've proved for the last twenty three years, is getting there. Uh, and once you're there, um, you know, and and think about how much more development there is to come with Stevie Clark and the team he get them, gets them together again in March for those three World Cup qualifiers uh, we'll get plenty build up before the game hopefully we have Forrest and Fraser in the squad um, and, and I, I don't think there are too many places available in that squad I mean the, the guts of the, the squad he's had in the last week or so uh, 
you know, injuries permitting, Barry, what you would imagine will be the squad for, for, for next summer. And, and we have to have lots of optimism about that. Yeah, I don't think he'll make too many changes unless touch would any players pick up any serious injuries. I, I hope they don't. It's one of these ones as well when they're, I mean, leading up to a tournament, guys will be trying to impress and I hope nobody gets a, a serious injury. But I think Steve Clark's the type of manager, he's faithful. He'll go with the, the vast majority of the boys that have got him to the Euros. And in terms of getting into the Euros, don't fear anything. No. Listen, we're there because we deserve to be there. Mm. Their first game against Czech Republic, I think it is. Yep. I, I fancy our chances against them. We go down and play uh, that mob in, at Wembley. <laughs> ah, that and, mob, them. <laughs> and you never know down there. And but even Croatia, watching them last wee while, Barry, they're not great, England. No. Great going forward yeah. defensively. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They're struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, listen, I, I hope they go in with the attitude is is go and just take the game to the teams that we play against because you never know and it's a knockout tournament go and give it your best shot that's what I'm a believer in yeah and you've seen Wales getting to semi-finals mm-hmm. you know with a I team know. that's yeah. not that much better than ours okay they had the superstar in Gareth Bale yeah. with a coach in Chris Coleman who hasn't had the career that Steve Clark's had coaching wise you know so I think Steve Clark could, can go over there and we can get results like I say I, checked, I watched Czech Republic the other week didn't the fill us with, with great confidence no. how good they are yeah. um, and again England I agree I think England could be got at Harry, Harry Maguire I, th- I can see London Dykes giving him a torrid time I really can yeah. and you know we drew with, with England 2-2 yeah. and I think we're a better team now than we were then obviously Lee Griffiths was the game changer that time but if we can get guys like him Forrest and Fraser up to speed by then I fully fancy us to give uh, them a right good go in Croatia I know the same powerhouse no. as they were no. before no. as well I mean they've got the the boy in the middle of the park Modric I think is just unbelievable Genius. yeah he's unbelievable he's he's a bit older as well so he's been uh, around forever hasn't he he has but one of the best players yeah. I've, I've ever Sure. Ever seen yeah. um, doesn't carry any weight. Does no, he? he's fantastic football, yeah. uh, footballer. But we've got to go in with the, the mindset. Listen, mm. just take it to the teams and go and see how we do it. I, I think we'll do fine. Yeah, Connor. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good. What about Rangers as well? Can we bring you to the domestic scene? How are you feeling? I mean, obviously you must be really, really happy. Stephen Gerrard keeping his feet in the ground and uses that word humble and just taking. In fact, we hear him talking about taking it game at a time. Um, he. Yeah, let's hear from the Rangers manager. I think we try and go game to game. So I think we know that the weekend's going to be a, a game with big rivalry and we're going to have to put an awful lot into the game to get the result we want. But it's a game we're, we're really excited about. Very quickly after that, from a European point of view, we're hoping that we can provide the performance to make Thursday night very pivotal in terms of qualification. But two major tests for us uh, over the course of the week. But first things first is to try and get a positive result from Aberdeen that will hopefully take us into the Benfica game in a good place Connor do you like uh, the words coming out from the manager yeah obviously delighted uh, this season I think there's more of a balance in the team and uh, obviously going forward um, I think Celtic have got plenty to worry about um, obviously I think we need to start getting Morelos firing more but uh, it's good to see that there's goals coming from all over the team and uh, yeah it's going to be a tough game on Sunday but I think we should be confident going into the game I think Rangers have got as well not a lot of their main players have played playing international football yep. you know Tavernier's not played Kent's not played Davis missed the last game for Northern Ireland Aribo's not played they'll be fresh and they'll be on the training ground working on things on, on how to beat Aberdeen what Celtic have got is every player who international duty Neil Lennon will probably get one day with them mm-hmm. to set up a team so so it's, all, it's looking good for Rangers the one question would be would Ryan Jack start against his old team or, or will Scott Arfield come in what do you think? 
I, th- I think if the manager asked Ryan Jack I mean he's got an extra 24 hours as the game's obviously on Sunday mm-hmm. but I, I can see Ryan Jack playing he, he's a big player not just for Scotland he's, I think he's been excellent for Rangers um, so I, I see him I think the manager will obviously ask him on Saturday and say yeah. look how you feeling leg wise they, they, they can do without him I mean they've shown it yeah, yep, they, they can do that that's the beauty of the, the squad he's, uh, Stephen Gerrard's got Rob he's got um, especially in the midfield area there's six players that can easily play in the three positions um, but if you're asking my opinion Ryan Jack is a big player for Rangers and if he's ready to go he'd be wanting to play against his former club as well so he, he would be one of the first picks for me Here's the injury update as the players came back from international duty Obviously it's it's some players first day back today uh, I haven't had a chance to, to see them players as of yet we're still waiting on a couple this afternoon as well what we've he- heard on, on the telephone is the majority are fine uh, Zungu's got a bit of a knock that we're assessing in his knee besides that everyone else is relatively in good shape we hear good point Rob isn't it that Sai makes that they don't have as many players coming back from international duty and it sounds as though there are no problems anyway yeah and they just want to pick up where they left off uh, flying um, and I I struggle to see Aberdeen getting anything out of that game I mean I'm, I've been really I've seen a lot of Aberdeen this season and, and uh, you know the, the improvement in, 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 the, in the Aberdeen team is, is massive but Rangers are, have proved to be on a whole different level so far. And, uh, you know, the competition for places, they're all scrapping to get in that team. Um, and, and I think Rangers will win Sunday. Yep. I, I've got to agree with Rob. Rangers are a well-oiled machine just now. Um, and as I said, the players are on their toes because there's real competition for places. If you're not playing well, you know somebody's going to come in and take your place. Um, and I, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I can't see Aberdeen getting any anywhere near Rangers. It's another mini hurdle for them, too, isn't it? But I mean, yes. you think the yeah. Commandant game had a bad record yeah. there? They went mm-hmm. and the, the, the one there, they proved that they could do that. And this is another one because just because of Derek McInnes's record against Rangers. So if they can get through this Rangers and win the game again, it's another massive confidence boost for them. Connor, do you expect Celtic to come back with a challenge over the next few months? Absolutely not. <laughs> Manager's saying take it easy, but you reckon they're and he's entitled yeah, that, to that, that's yeah. the kind of mentality you've got to have that Celtic are going to be come yeah. back bursting mm-hmm. um, trying to get, get wins. I see Celtic going to Easter Road and winning the game, and that's what I hope's happening in, inside um, that training ground. That they're, they're, they're realistic that listen, they've got to believe that Celtic are going to be on their coattails, and that keeps you on edge as well. That keeps you fully focused on you making sure you win your games of football Connor thanks very much for your call the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson Cy Ferry and Rob McLean coming up in the next hour somebody's going to win FIFA 21 and the big prize and they're going to have to go some the PlayStation to, 5 yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. they're going to have to go something to beat Gary from the Gorbals actually we, just, we could have just opened the window to be honest where we are and, and shouted the questions out yeah. he didn't really need to phone <laughs> in but but he got nine uh, nine out of, well I think I asked him ten questions and he got nine right so that I mean that's oh, going to yeah. take a lot of beating oh, tonight it is. isn't it is that an energy company we've got yeah, it Can is. I get my heating building because yeah. she's never got that heating <laughs> off just now. We'll talk about it during the news. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and Sai, we're going to find out more about you. You, you came in, you haven't worn the suit yet you got from uh, Slater's. She's had the suit, Paul. She's had it. I can't find it because oh, right. uh, I'm getting so much attention with on. So. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you this weekend, football wise, just before? We are playing uh, Dumbarton up in Peterhead. I'm going to be playing centre half. So. Back to, the, yeah. back to the bashing people struggling for injuries. Uh, we've not got a lot of players. Uh, boys are struggling, I think, COVID and, and injuries. So. 
I fully expect to think one or two on the bench. With, see, see that's the problem at our level. You don't yep. carry big squads. No. See if you get yep. two or three injuries. Uh, Especially uh, this year, Fergie, with, yep. the, with the money. Yep, I know. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks. We're back after this. The Bull Radio Football Show. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. The weekend is underway and I'm afraid, Rob, the lockdown is underway in Glasgow yeah. and the surrounding uh, local authorities. Take care, everyone. Look after yourselves. Stick to the roads for the next three weeks and hopefully then we can enjoy socially distance, but get ready for Christmas. Yeah, thank goodness for the football, though, eh? It never ends. <sighs> and hopefully we get the fans back as well, because, Barry, we say it every other week, but we do miss. It's not the same without the fans. Yeah, we, we miss the fans. Fans are everything um, at football games, but it's going to be for the uh, through in the central belt, it's going to be a tough three weeks yeah. for everybody, like small businesses and whatever. So just hopefully we can come through this next three weeks and, and things can get back to some sort of normality. And football-wise, as the manager of Kelty Hearts, you've got a letter, haven't you, saying you have to get yeah, across the counties? I thought that letter was his P45 now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it might be. You never know. Are, um, you, are you a key worker? Yes, yes. we get an yeah. email through today uh, so in case I get stopped because yep. obviously I've got to go out the central belt into, into Fife, which is tier three just now. So um, we've got the email to say that we're allowed to go through and we get the letter when we come in here today. That's funny, he gets a letter for entering Fife. I usually go with a shield and a sword when I'm going into Fife. <laughs> I'm a visa. Sai, tell us what happened, because we're all key workers, so we've all got the letters, so we can be here every night of the week. Um, what happened the other day then when you went in to get this suit? Oh, we've done Frank right. and his brother a belt. Tell man. everyone. So, so Derek Mon- Ferguson, Frank McAvenny. Uh, it'll be on a Monday on the, on the, on the show. You so. don't want to ruin it all, remember? No, but Give us a teaser. It, it involves yeah. Derek... Being mistaken for Barry and how did Frank you react to get, that? Oh, it was the two of them cracked like two. It was like Jack and Victor. Honestly, okay. that is exactly yeah. how they were. So make sure you watch them Monday. It's, it's sensational the two of them. And do you know what? It sums the two of them up though because we have stitched them up and the two of them took it so well. And um, we were worried that they wouldn't want to put it out, but Derek and Frank were like, "Get it out!" It's a laugh. So oh, great, great guys. I love the two of them. Good. Shall we see a professional at work now? Yeah. Standing by for the competition. Yep. Let's give away a PlayStation Five. PS5 aside on Go Radio with Indigo Unified Communications, making IT easy. Yep, we've hooked up with Indigo Unified Communications, the team who make IT easy, to give away the brand new PlayStation 5 and FIFA 21. Barry's been trying to get one. What about you, Si? No, I'm not interested in PlayStations uh, and stuff uh, like that. Uh, it's not for me. Oh, it's, for for my, <laughs> <laughs> it's for one of my... No, Kyle. Okay. Um, he plays it with all his, his teammates. Um, can I get one anywhere? Well, right. you can't you can buy one. No, they're, they're sold out. This is unique, honestly. Wow. Yeah, this is the must-have for Christmas. Rob is standing by. Our question master yeah. is there. Yeah. See if you knew a bit more about football and you could get some of these questions right. You could have won yeah, one. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll be side, but that's, oh, yeah. that's, yeah, that's a lie. Yeah, that's not a great claim to fame, to be honest. <laughs> right here we go. Here's James, a Rangers fan from Helensburgh on the line. James, good evening. Hello. Uh, how are we all? Ah, good, uh, James. James. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing. I'm uh, excited. I'm, I'm buzzing to see my Barry. Yeah, Barry's just going to say hello he's not got the questions here Gary in the gobbles last night got nine Barry do you want to wish him luck 
Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I hope he does it. Um, as just says there, he's a Rangers fan. So listen, I've been trying to get one for the last week or two. I'll so, buy it. Off you. Yeah. I'll yeah. buy it. Are you gonna buy it off him? <laughs> 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 oh well, Barry, boy, listen, make me an offer. You never know. Yeah, <laughs> good. Well, let's try and win it first. Here's how the game works. You have 50 seconds on the clock. Rob is going sure. to ask you as many Scottish football questions as he can in that time. If you don't know the answer, say pass. After the okay. 50 seconds are up, we'll tally up the correct answers and if you top the table tonight, you win the PS5. Gary right. from the Gobbles, as we mentioned, has a massive nine last night, so you have to beat that. In fact, Gary is standing by and listening too. Hi, Gary. How you doing, guys? Yeah, good. Do you want to wish him all the best to James? No. Sporting. <laughs> Do you know what? Honestly... Yeah. Honestly, I was saying, I was saying uh, all day today that that answer that I missed last night is haunting me because I did know it. But you know what? I said today, if somebody bangs out ten tonight, I'll take my hat off to them. So okay, what was the one you got wrong again, Gary? Uh, the Global <coughs> Energy Arena. Oh yeah. I knew it was Ross uh, County, uh, yeah. as I said that. You thought ten was mean something different for you this season, but it means for you <laughs> that you almost <laughs> got ten here on Go Radio. Right, Gary, we'll come back to you afterwards. Let's stand by. And James, you're there in Helensburg. Yep. All ready to go. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So fifty seconds when the music starts under you, and then Rob is going to ask the questions. Rob, standing by. Yep. Here we go. How many senior international goals has Ollie McBurney scored? Zero. Name one of the teams in next month's Scottish Cup final. Uh, Celtic. Who was the last manager of Rangers before Stephen Gerrard? It was um, Graham Marty. What is the name of the current Scot- Scottish football women's captain? It is. Um, uh, it's passed. Name one of the teams that competed in the 2002 Champions League final at Hamden. Um, Seville. Which Celtic manager signed Lubomir Moravchik? Um, Martin O'Neill. Which country topped Scotland's Nations League group on Wednesday night? Pass. How many Champions League finals did Sir Alec Ferguson win at Man United? Two. Who's the manager of Hamilton Academical? Prime Rice. What year did Rangers win the European Cup Winners' Cup? 1972. And time up. Wow. <laughs> so, you got... <laughs> Six, we're just double checking there, but you didn't get the nine, so stand by because Gary. <laughs> well done, Gary boy. Brilliant. Cheers, guys. Gary, you are the winner of the PS5. Well oh, done. I'm, you yep. know what? The, the first couple of questions, I think he got right, and I thought I was in trouble, and then he got a couple wrong um, that I knew, and I just thought, I'm in here. Well, imagine Robin Salt into the wind saying that he knew them as well. <laughs> how, how, how many did you get, Gary? Do you know what? I actually stopped listening after five. Oh. I think I knew that I'd done it. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm sure, I'm sure if you need them back to me, I might, I might be able to have a stab at Well, listen, thanks to our friends at Indigo Unified Communications. They make IT easy yeah. and they're giving you the PlayStation 5 and the FIFA 21. And, uh, wow, James, you're going to get the FIFA 21, though. It's a good consolation prize. Uh, I'll sell that. Barry, don't make me an offer for that. <laughs> <laughs> Is it PS5 in this building just now? Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. We can't possibly tell you. Yeah. Well, Gary, I'll not be here at the end of the show. <laughs> can I just say to Gary? Yeah. Gary, we can be... We're in the gobbles. We can actually see you from your window. Can you put your top back on, please, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Barry, the PS5 is in the vault with your wages for the month. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Listen, James, thanks for trying tonight and uh, uh, keep listening. Thanks very thanks. much. And Gary, so are you going to play it? Is it for the family? What are you going to do with it? Uh, I've, I've 
had a few, I've had a few uh, questions about what we're going to do with it, but um, I'm just yet, so, so I need to, I need to see who's the nicest. Nine, that was phenomenal last night, wasn't that it? That was, yeah. yeah. That's so, unbelievable, nine. Do, will we try the questions on these two, Paul, in the studio? Uh, see, if si- see if Cyan Barney, how, yeah. how Cyan Barney did with the, the questions go that I asked. Can I just say, you got, go. you got one wrong in the office that he now knows the answer. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't last night. Yes, he did. Right. he did. Let's go for it. Right. Okay. How many senior international goals has Ollie McBurney no. scored? Zero. Yeah. What did you say in the office? Three. No, he never did Name one of the teams in next month's Scottish Cup final. Celtic. Yep. Hearts and Celtic, obviously. Yep. Uh, the last manager of Rangers, poor Stephen Gerrard. Coutinho. Yep. Coutinho yeah, Coutinho. Yeah. But, but we were also accepting Martin Graham Martin and, and Jimmy Nicholl uh, as an alternative answer. Yep. Uh, there, okay. There's the oh, PS5 yeah. through the window. We can see it through the window. In fact, James, the producer, just dropped it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have, have to buy another one. What's the name of the current Scotland football women's captain? Corsi Rachel yep. Corsi uh, name one of the teams that competed Barry was there and the, we so, was, the so was I actually yep, so Paul was I. you were there I as well indeed. 2002 Champions League final at Hamden Real Madrid and that goal yeah. eh? oh, that Zidane what goal a, what, what a, a goal what a player one of the best ever wasn't that it was yeah, what a Real Madrid and Bayer yeah. Leverkusen which Celtic manager signed Luba Moravchik the doctor the, doc- the good doctor what did, what did Barry say uh, Vim Janssen, Vim Janssen. Which, <laughs> I don't know much about Celtic <laughs> This is humiliating Which country topped Scotland's National League Nations League group even on Wednesday night? Is it Czechs? It was yeah, the, it was the, blank, the yeah. blank Czechs They weren't blank on Wednesday night mind you How many Champions League finals did Sir Alec Ferguson win at Man U? Two, Two. Who's the manager of Hamilton Academical? Chipper uh, Brian, Rice, yeah. Brian Rice And what year yeah. did Rangers win the European Cup Winners Cup? 72 72 It was indeed Yep uh, we're, all, we're all knowledgeable now, aren't we? Is that how far we got? That was you good. Didn't know oh, that the only one. reason I knew that's because Barry's got it tattooed on his arm. You could always tell that that was the Code and Big Derek's thing, you know, 1972 and he's born. It's like Ruffy, it's 1971, uh, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, the, the Thistle winning it. Listen, thanks to everyone who called in this week. It's been a good competition. We've got more coming here on the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. And that was great. Thank you to everyone at Indigo Unified Communications. Mm. It's been brilliant. Rob, well read. Oh, thank you. As thank always. you. It's joined up writing. It's amazing. We expect nothing else. Back to this weekend. Let's hear some of the injury updates. What about Christopher Julian? Will he be back? That was a question to Neil Lennon. Maybe not for tomorrow, but definitely for, you know, this week whether it be Sparta or Ross County in the Cup. So he's just started training the last few days. He's feeling good, but tomorrow's probably too soon for him. They need to get it settled at the back side, yeah, don't they? Yeah, I think Julian's yeah. a miss, Paul. In terms of, as I was saying, if Celtic want to press high up the pitch, the thing that Julian Ayer's got for me is pace. And then the other thing he brings is defending set pieces. Uh, I agree, I think Barry said in the past that he does get roughed up. You know, we've seen Lyndon Dykes do it, but generally, in, in set pieces especially defending, Julian is very good at defending his, his 18-yard box. And I think he has been a miss. I think him and has, I are... Has your view changed, Si, yeah, uh, in has, the last couple of months while he's been out? Yeah, it has, Rob. Yeah. And I think that's what happens when you're yeah. at Celtic and Rangers, yeah. aren't you? You're a better player when you aren't playing. But no, definitely. Of, of course, he's got his, his weaknesses, as we know, mm. when we see him play up against a guy like Dykes. But as I say, in terms of defending the 18-yard box in the air, I think he's good at it. Do you think when he comes back, though, Stick to a back three because that's a big back three. Yeah, big, powerful, mm-hmm. strong Duffy, Julian, Ayer. 
I think it'll help Duffy playing next to Julian and I with, with the, the pace. pace. He doesn't need to then expose himself because Julian and I can do it. So I think he will. It, and the, the fact that it gets you two up front. I, as got, well. I thought yeah. Beaton's done really yeah, well. I like him. Yeah, he he looks good. He, yeah. he was, I thought he was excellent. Consistently. Yeah. And a night for um, Israel. It was. Darna D was interesting on Tuesday night. He was he was raving about uh, about Julian, but about Chris Iyer in particular, talking about what his value would be if Celtic did decide to sell him. Because there was there was a caller asking whether Celtic should get going for Ryan Porter. <laughs> on the mm. back of having signed Shane Duffy signed an, another central defender and I think Darren Adi's point was that actually there are some really good central defenders there it's about making it all work with them all, all in tandem um, but but he was raving about Ayer you know still improving still progressing he's only 22 but, he, but he's got all the tools yeah and I, as I said the pace I, I'm still in shock sorry Rob when you said Dan O'Day said something interesting <laughs> um, no, I no I didn't say anything interesting <laughs> I think it's an area that Neil no. Lennon will look to try and, uh, try and strengthen in January. I, I, I doubt it. I know I've, I've heard a few Celtic fans saying that, but if you look, they're just going through a bad time, mm-hmm. it's, it's especially Duffy. But you don't become a bad player overnight. I just think he's got a shock to the standard mm. for his come up here. Certainly the pace of the game up here is a lot, lot quicker than it is down in the Premier League. I don't think people realise the standard of these players at Celtic and Rangers. You know, you're saying Ryan Portis to come in. Ryan Portis would be fifth choice centre-back. Mm. He'd be sitting a bit. We've seen it with David Turnbull. You know, David Turnbull has ripped the Scottish Premier League up. Ryan Portis has yet to do that for me. David Turnbull can't get off the bench for Celtic. It tells you how good yeah, these... People underestimate yeah. how good these players are. So Celtic are fine. And, uh, there's no positions that Celtic need. It's, it's their players fit. Uh, let's hear Neil Lennon about... Lee Griffiths. Yeah, I mean, I think every sort of spell that he plays in games is is important to him. He was unlucky, you know, if he wanted one chance against Israel to fall to somebody, it was him. And, you know, he just didn't make the right connection, but then he's there. You know, he's always sniffing out chances, always in the right sort of position. And, you know, he's he's come a long way in a short space of time. So he he just, again, it's a huge incentive for him. And it's crucial isn't it to get him back mm. with Edward up front that's what Celtic fans are looking to see Rob interesting quote that isn't it he's come a long way in a short space of time you know mm. I'm not sure many other people would be mm. saying that about uh, Lee Griffiths at the moment the impression uh, I think you get is that he's got a long way to go um, you know to get to get back to the sort of sharpness you, you expect from him but no few people know him better than Neil Lennon mm. uh, and you have to you know you have to go by what he's saying about him um, but he look, he still looks a, a fair bit short of, of Lee Griffiths at his best yeah the fact that he, can, he still can't start a game in three games for Scotland you know that tells you everything so it's kind of backing up Neil Lennon's claims that he's not fit enough to start I've questioned that you know I, I just think if you've been fit for two months now is it two months he's been back mm. If he's yeah. not fit, then who's not? Is it? Is it? What we need to know is: Is it Lee Griffiths that's not doing the work? Is it? What's happening? Why can you not be fit in two months? You're at a top club with top staff, but these questions never get answered, so it's hard to comment. But the thing that we can say is that Neil Lennon doesn't feel like he's fit enough to play, and now Stevie Clark doesn't. So questions need to be asked. So you know what it's like. You can do every bit of training on the training ground. You need games of football. You need mm. to play games of football. And he's he's not. Do- I think he's only started one game. I yeah. think it was was it the Milan game. Yeah, yeah. If I'm, but, but, if I'm right. But it becomes a catch twenty two, doesn't it? You know, because if you're not starting him in games, then, then he's, he's not. Get, get he's not, he's yeah. not getting ninety minutes under his belt. If you're yeah. bringing him off the bench, then it's just going to take that good bit longer uh, for him to get back to. He must be frustrated because yeah. he must know himself. He, he's not the sharpest. You see, I mean, any other day that that's in the back of the net. If that's a, a, a Lee Griffiths who's been playing a few games. Yeah. He scores that, but that's it's no it's down to lack of sharpness. That's all that's down to. But you must ask if he was why was he fit enough to start against AC Milan a month ago, and but he's not fit enough to start a game now. Good oh, question. I, I, just, I know yeah. I'm. Uh, 
Rack my brains about yep. it. I, I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know the situation. We don't see him every single day, mm-hmm. do we? Training at Lennox time. We mm-hmm. don't see him away with, with Scotland. Neil Lennon's not been playing him. Stevie Clark never started yep. him in the three games. So, uh, look, you just want to see the guy get back. Because mm. see when he is back, when he's firing, when he's he, he's at the top of his game, he, he, let's be honest with you, no. he is a yep. top striker. Yeah, but I mean, we'd, we'd Michael uh, from Greenock, the Celtic fan, on earlier, and, and he, he admitted, you know, he's worried, and lo- lots of Celtic fans will be really worried um, that, that Lee Griffiths isn't anywhere close to back to his best and, and not starting games. And and the question mark about Odson Edouard as well, you know, is yeah. he is he going to be back to what he was after international duty? Nobody can be totally sure about that. All right, Celtic fans, what do you think? 0808 17 17 700. Give us a call at the Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. We're on the socials at Go Football Show. Looking forward to the weekend. We're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard in a moment or two, but let's stay on the Celtic manager speaking about his players who did so well for Scotland. Delighted for him as an individual, delighted for the game in Scotland. You know, it's been a long wait, always a bridesmaid. I think it gives the, the game here a huge shot in the arm and um, a bit more credibility. There's a lot of boys in the squad and in the team who, you know, play their trade here in, in Scotland in the SPFL. So, delighted for the players who and the club made a massive contribution to the Scotland setup. And um, it's been a long wait, but um, yeah, I think everyone's looking forward to it. And Barry, that was Ryan Christie he was talking about at the beginning. Yeah, look, look he's a massive player for Scotland and yep. for Celtic. Mm-hmm. He, he's so important. Um, he played in the three games. That, that will be a slight concern to Neil Lennon coming mm-hmm. back. Obviously, they go Easter Road tomorrow. Um, but look, how far that, that boy's came in the last couple of years. Um, it looked if he's he wasn't going to have a career at Celtic. He went up and done the hard thing that not a lot of people go and do. He went out and loan. Mm-hmm. And I think that year at Aberdeen, made him what he is he went up there and he, he matured he became stronger and um, since he's got into that Celtic 11 he, he, I think he's one of the first names on the team sheet I heard Darren saying that he used him as an example of young kids I used to do the same when I coached young kids at Celtic Ryan Christie as an example uh-huh. because you can be the most talented player in the world as we've said with Edward but what Ryan Christie gives you is infe- he's so infectious and that enthusiasm to play and he gives his all in every minute of every game he's a great teammate he was my standout of the week for, for Scotland yeah. was he yeah, yeah he was he was my uh, standout yeah. in outfield yeah. players so Barry came to your knees no, no yeah. I just uh, no yeah. I'm, look Christie was excellent yeah, 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 but if you're sure. asking me overall in a squad yeah. for me Kieran Tierney's an, an exceptional player but Ryan Christie's been been great what, what I love yeah. about him technically he's good yeah. but he does the dirty side yeah. oh sure mm-hmm. yeah, he, yeah. he does the, the side yeah. of some players don't like doing he does that he'll chase yeah. back 30, 40, 50 yards yeah. I think I think the whole perception of Ryan Christie has changed to in the last fortnight away with, with Scotland just this whole attitude I think the interview the, the whole you know how much it meant to him I think that's really impressed people I mean you think about all the energy he's expended uh, and a right good night out in, in Serbia to, to go with it he played in all three games he's chased everything he chases lost causes you know his, his work rate is incredible uh, and he's a guy that, that might take that Kieran Tierney route as well and it would be interesting to know uh, how he would do I mean Celtic desperately want to, to hold on to him but there's going to be interest in Ryan Christie isn't there from, from down south yeah, yeah. that's going to sit up and take notice there's no doubt with his performance mm. and not just for Scotland let's be honest with, you, with Celtic mm. as I, yeah. I keep saying he's 
he's a main player for Celtic. Mm. I think if you ask Neil Lennon, he, he will be one of the first mm. names that are one of the first picks. Um, and he's done, he's done so well, and he deserves applauds because the guy's done it for me the hard way, which mm-hmm. Sai will tell you. A lot of people are just happy to sit about. He mm. he decided mm. no, I need to go and play somewhere. Went and took the opportunity for that year in Aberdeen and it done him the world of good. And, and it's potentially a real dilemma for Stevie Clark down the line if everybody's fit, whether, you know, if if Ryan Fraser is playing and he's going to be difficult to keep out of the team, then what happens to Ryan Christie? Because he seems undroppable at the moment, but mm. would Stevie Clark... Yes, I know that there would be a way you could look at shoehorning them both into the team. I'm not sure they would both get into a starting eleven for Stevie Clark. Do you think you could play a Fraser wing-back drop? Possibly. Yeah, I yeah, think that would possibly. be an option as well. Yeah. You know, right wing back. I think Fraser's got the legs to go and do it. But I just wonder whether you get more out of him In the further position. forward you play him. When you play him off off London Dykes, you get yeah. you get more from him there. Yeah, definitely. And again, on Christie, um, yeah. he, what I like about him as well, he doesn't play his position every week for Celtic. He gets he gets. Um, swapped about you know yeah. sometimes he's in the hole sometimes he's wide right sometimes in the middle of the pitch never sulks he gets he on yeah. and he gives you 100% and for me Ryan Christie you can see that Ryan Christie's playing ahead of guys like Stuart Armstrong yeah. Ryan Christie can 100% yeah. go and play in a top yeah. 6 team down ok maybe top 6 is too far a top 10 team yeah. down south because Stuart Armstrong's ripping up and, and obviously Stevie Clark who's a good judge of a player has seen sure. them in training and feels that Ryan Christie's a better option now is it the case in January for Celtic who they hold on to they need to hold on to people rather than add to the squad Look, I can't see many people leaving I don't yeah. think Say that would let people go until it's such a crucial summer. year. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think they would not back most bids for, for their players until the summer. Would you know? Yeah, what I mean? if it's something ridiculous, yeah. then you've yeah. you've got to consider it. But I mean, I think it would be crazy. Could you imagine either of the teams, Barry, losing a key player? No, couldn't with, imagine. Know, exactly. Yeah, just, but, what, what, but what about the financial pressures though on okay. clubs at the moment? Okay. That that that, okay. that puts yeah. a that puts a different right, factor into right, it. Yeah. Champions League coming up. Okay, they they'll both be in probably. Mm. Rangers need to win this title. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Celtic need to win the title. Yeah. If you're the the owner of the club, can yeah. you afford to sell? Rangers, you know, they kept Morellas. I know the money wasn't. No, but quite everybody right, but has their price. Yeah. You know, well, the, the, there no. comes there comes a moment. I, I realize. I know yeah. exactly. I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. And yeah. and neither club would want to be selling one of the big assets. Think, you know, for example, mm. James Tavernier, the way he's playing at the moment. Mm. You know, there must be loads of interest bubbling around. Mm. You know, a big a big offer for him. You know, I'd, I'd, you know, twenty five million in, in in January for for James Tavernier, Odson Edouard, Ryan Christie. Um, you know, it, you know, there is there, there would be a figure yeah. that would actually be difficult to turn down just because of finances. Mm. But I, I I I hear what you're saying. It is a one-off season, and there would be uproar, yeah. wouldn't there, mm. among the fans mm. if if a, a prize asset was I, sold. I think if a, a crazy bid came in, I think the manager would go to the player and say, "Listen, do you know what? Play play with us until the end of the season, yeah. and then you can go and get your dream move." I sure. think I, I yeah. think there would be a massive uproar for both sets of supporters if one of their key players get sold. We're going to take a quick break, Sorry. and we're going to come back on this because that is an interesting one, isn't it? Would they sell anyone in January? What would the price have to be? We're back next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. So well done to Gary in the Gorbals. Nine points. It was fantastic. Got nine out of ten last night, and he's the winner of the PlayStation 5, and he gets a FIFA 21 as well. More competitions coming soon on Go Radio. And coming up after us tonight, it's going to be Stevie. Oh, Stevie Lennon, what a man. Legend, isn't it? His Friday night show is sensational. So is Saturday, but the music, the older stuff, is just right on my street. Love it. Yep, I didn't even know until um, last week that he played the year below me. He's a good player. 
Yeah. No, he was hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember him honestly. Yeah, he's great. No, but he's, he's, yeah. um, his tunes yeah. are unbelievable, and he speaks very highly of you as well. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, how, how much are you looking forward to this weekend? Back matches tomorrow and oh, Sunday. Yeah, yeah off, off and running again, and and I'm in two massive matches. I mean, really mm. intriguing for Celtic. Uh, they put four past Motherwell just before the international break. Easter Road, uh, Hibs looking to bounce back. They lost at Petodre, of course. Uh, they won in the League Cup uh, in the in the meantime but they're looking to make a statement in terms of Premiership and then Rangers Aberdeen uh, is really intriguing on Sunday um, Aberdeen will have to play better than they've played this season and they've been really good so far mm, they have indeed let's hear Stephen Gerrard before we take a call Stephen Gerrard speaking about the Scotland star of course it's Ryan Jack I think it was no surprise to see him play so well Ryan's been very consistent since we, we came in here at Rangers I think the way he applies himself the way about his goals about his daily work it's no surprise to see him in top form and, and producing the goods uh, at international level I'm really pleased for him I was proud of his performance I think it was great to see you know being up here and uh, really involved in Scottish football now to see the country back in a, in a major tournament Si, Ryan Jack's got better and better. Yeah, he's been excellent. I think the way both uh, Scotland and Rangers playing have really suits Ryan Jack. You know, he's not being asked to, to, to unlock defences and, and ping balls over the top for, for, for strikers. He's in there to do a job, break up play and give it to good players. And I think he does that really well. I think he reads the game really well. As we've said, with Scotland and Rangers, both full-backs, wing-backs want to get high. And Ryan Jack, he, he does that disciplined role where he covers that space really well. And then he can give it to guys like Steve Davis who can go and play the Hollywood passes. So, as I say, I think the system that both teams play have really suited Ryan Jack. And he, he was excellent for Scotland, I thought. Yeah, one of the most consistent Rangers players. Since he's come in, I think he's improved every single season. When Rangers first um, signed him, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't too sure whether is he going to be a regular, but... I've got to take my hat off to him. Um, I think since the manager, certainly since Stephen Gerrard's come in, he's improved them, and he's a key player for Rangers. There's a real aggression about him, which which I like, um, and a composure about him as well. He really believes in himself, uh, helped by the fact that uh, Stephen Gerrard loves him and, and presumably tells him that on a, on a regular <laughs> basis. And that and to hear that from one of the the great midfielders of of recent times, you know that that won't do you any harm. And um, yeah, he's a, he's a top player. Yeah, he trusts him. Yeah. yeah, Stephen Gerrard trusts him. Um, and, and as I said, I, I just think there's a, a real discipline about him when he when he plays. He's that one that just sits there and lets the other players go and play. He does a he does a real good job, not just for Rangers but for Scotland. I thought him and Callum McGregor struck up a real good partnership over the three mm. games. Well, over the two games, yeah. um, Serbia and. In Israel, um, I thought two of them are really good for Scotland to go. Yeah, Rob makes a good point. When you play, I played against Ryan Jack at Aberdeen, and like it's nothing spectacular, but in tight areas he's very good. Mm-hmm. I think Kamara's like that as well. When you get tight to him, he's good enough to handle the ball under pressure, and he just keeps the game ticking over. And as I say, it allows guys like Steve Davis to go and get on it. I, I was surprised to see it was only his tenth cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And yeah. and Wednesday against Israel, I, I thought he had more than that. You feel he's been there longer. Yep, yeah, because I think what is he twenty eight now? Yeah, Ryan Jack. Yeah. Um, so he's no young now. He's he's getting the experience. He's he's playing in big European games for Rangers. And as I said, he's one of the. Is that main when you players. played your best, Ferry? Twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah, your peak. Isn't yeah, that'd be your yeah, peak. Yeah. That's what they. I've still hit mine. Quick word from Stephen Jack. What about uh, Jones and Edmondson? Seven game ban. They first and foremost wanted to apologise to the supporters and the teammates for, for their actions. In my position, um, 
it was time to support these two players. Um, once I seen that reaction, it was the reaction I wanted to see. Um, and now it's about me giving them the support and managing them to, to get back to being top players. We need them here to help and support us moving forward. They've gone about it in the right way since they've accepted the punishments. Obviously, we've been waiting for yesterday's hearing as well. We're, we're pleased that's done and out the way and we move forward and try and get these players back to where they both need to be. Barry Ferguson, what do you think of the punishment, first of all? You did say at the time, no, they should be given another chance, they should be punished. What do you think of the seven matches? Yeah, I, I say it at the start, I think the manager wouldn't have been angry when I'm been more disappointed and that's the way it's turned out. Um, look, they've been punished. Uh, they, they get they got the suspension the two weeks um, they got fined the two weeks wages and then we're just waiting on the, the, the hearing uh, which they got seven games which I think is over the top I'll be honest with you I was taken aback with the seven games What do you think's fair? I thought they were maybe going to get some like well, other guys got three games three. with maybe a three or four game suspended right. um, so to get the seven games it did surprise me but do you know what now I've got to forget about that it's in the past the manager's clearly going to give them another chance and now it's about these two players regaining the trust in the most important people and that's the teammates, yep. their management team and the supporters. Sai. Yeah, that's it. It's a seven games that'll hurt them more than anything. You know, you're watching your teammates who are playing really well just now. You were part of that, especially Jordan Jones. Yeah, but were they going to play anyway in those seven games? Well, he, would, he would have played yeah. part, wouldn't he? I mean, so far this season, he's went for playing not at all last season to this season, and, and to lose your place in this sort of squad that's yeah. in such a good place you might never because get back. of yeah. off-field activities that'll kill. Jordan Jones when he's sitting watching these next seven games if Rangers continue the form that they're on nothing hurts you more than that you know a manager can shout at you as much as you want but when you're sitting in the house watching your team winning every week that's when it, it hits home what you've done OK we'll take some more calls Sean is on the line from Garth Amlock. Sean good evening Hello Sean um, see, see tomorrow and Sunday mm -hmm. I think it's going to be good uh, for Rangers this weekend I'm going for Hibs to beat Celtic 2-1 and I'm going for Rangers to win 3 1 on Sunday. And I think uh, after Sunday, I think uh, we, Neil Lennon, will be walking to the job centre. We, Neil Lennon, he's been a giant in football. He's one of the most successful Celtic players in the modern era. He's one of the most successful managers. He's definitely having a tough time. That's disrespectful, Sean, to say we, Neil well, Lennon. Well, see, to be honest. Um, yeah, let's be honest. Like let's be fair. Well, I'll be honest. If. Yeah. if See if it was Rangers and Rangers were falling the way uh, Lennon is and like, they're struggling to win games, I'd be calling for Gerrard to be sacked. I think, well, I think it's fair when you manage um, one of the biggest clubs in Europe, you need to, up, you need to uh, do a lot better in what he's doing. Sean, if you sacked Gerrard last year when he was 13 points behind, you wouldn't be six points ahead at the top of the league right now? I know, I understand that. I was one of his own talks, but and all up uh, on my Facebook shouting for Gerald Dutton. No, I'll stick my hands up. I'll, I'll admit when a day rang up, but I think. Do you, know, do you not see now then that your point was wrong that you made that oh, Gerard? It was 100% it was wrong. I agree with that last season, but um, this is a season where it's crucial for two teams. Rangers don't win the league this season. Gerard will be off in um, a National Express bus to Liverpool. So it's just one of the things. It's football. This is a crucial season. First time Celtic could get 10 in a row. And Rangers can't let Celtic get 10 in a row. So if, if Neil Lennon gets sacked at the weekend, who, who, who would you Celtic go and get in to replace him? I would bring in Tony Mowbray. <laughs> All right. So. 
Right, you've just been ridiculous now, Sean. So, do you know what I mean, Barry? About to come on and if I go that, listen, Neil Lennon will know that if they don't win the title this year, I think he would go anyway. Neil, it would be the end yeah, of an listen, era. He's, of he's not a stupid yeah. man. He's no. he's an intelligent man, Neil Lennon. Yeah. He knows the pressure that he's under this year um, to deliver the, the ten in a row. And the flip side of that, Stephen Gerrard's the same, yep. same sort of guy, an intelligent guy. He knows what he needs to deliver and that's what makes Scottish football brilliant, you know what I mean for me. Um, in terms of Neil Lennon, he had a great result two weeks ago. He had a difficult yep. place to go in Fir Park. Um, he got the, the 4-1-1. Um, I, I still believe, I've got to give you my honest opinion, I yeah. think this is going to go right down to the final two or three games of the season. I do think Celtic are going to come back biting. I know Rangers for a fact know that and it's up to Rangers to continue the form they've been in. So I don't, I, I can't see them. Um, I, I can't see Celtic getting beat uh, on Saturday. I think they'll go to Easter Road and win the game. Let, let's not forget, this is a winning machine at mm. Celtic who've uh, done it over not just one season, but a series mm. of, of seasons. They know how to do it. They, they've, got, they've got winners in the team. Um, they're nine points behind. But they've got two games in hand, mm-hmm. so there, there potentially is very little. In See, these two managers, and, and we're coming into a really busy spell as well between now and Christmas time. Lots of games. Yep. See these two managers, both Stephen Gerrard and Neil Lennon. They'll be putting themselves under so much pressure as well. Yeah. They know what's at stake here, and the players know what's at stake. But the good thing they've got, Fergie, is that they've both been here and done it. They've seen it before. Yep. You know what I mean, as players and managers. See, I've got a manager that's won leagues. He's been there as a player. He's been nine points behind Rangers as a player. He knows what it takes to claw, to claw that back. Who else in football just now that Celtic could realistically get would know that sort of pressure and what it takes and to claw it back? Gerard, he's been on the flip side of that last year. He yeah. knew when they yep. came back after that winter break, that wasn't good enough. And that's why I don't think Rangers will make the same mistakes they did as last mm-hmm. season. Rob says Celtic are winners, but Sean would probably say they have been winners, Rob. Yeah. It is now time for that team to step up. Yeah, and those players. Uh, yeah, yeah, and 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 look at the 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 boost that Celtic are going to get from Ryan Christie and Callum McGregor coming back on a high, having qualified with Scotland for the European Championship finals. Odson Edouard uh, could hit the ground running off the back of becoming the French under-21 team's uh, record goal scorer. Look at how El Yunisi was playing before the international break. Uh, he was delivering exactly what you thought he should be doing. He's now set the bar for himself. Uh, you know, Hopefully for Celtic, James Forrest isn't too far away from, from get, coming back as, as well. Uh, I think Julian is, has got talismanic qualities for them when, when he returns to, to the defence. Uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of quality about Celtic and a lot of experience experience of winning also add to that as well that Scott Brown looked back to his his old yeah. self against Motherwell you know crunching into tackles getting tight to people okay a couple of times he gave the ball away but he looked vocally and, and how he led the team back to his old self he's had a wee break now as well which should do him the world of good so I, I think Celtic will have a right good charge right now it's whether Rangers can, can continue their form see what Rob's just said there yeah. this will be getting mentioned in the dressing room and the Rangers side the manager mm. he'll be mentioning that mm. listen we've got to be aware that they are going to come back at some stage. They're going to get, they're going to go on a run. They're going to start producing the sort of form that we all became used to. So now it's up to Rangers to continue what they've been doing. Because listen, nine points, two games. I fully expect uh, Celtic to win the two games. It's down to three points. Mm-hmm. There's still a hell of a lot of football to go. And that's why I keep saying this is going to, <laughs> this is not going to get one February, March time. But some yeah. fans are now saying, will Celtic come back? You know, Sean is saying he doesn't think they will at all. 
And Listen, that, see that if is a fair yeah, question. But see if Celtic had had their, 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 their full squad for the whole season and uh-huh. they were playing the way that and the results were, then if I was a Celtic yeah. fan, I'd be worried. I would judge Celtic when Neil Lennon can get his best 11 on the pitch every week and get a right good run of, of a 12-13 man squad that play most games and yep. then I would I would judge him after that. I mean it's going to be a crucial month or two for Celtic because they've never been in this position. Mm. So we need to see how they react. Um, but listen, I've played against the manager plenty of times. I've been in his company. I know, I know what Neil Lennon's all about so I fully expect him to get them fired up. But this is a first for Celtic. Yep. So you need to see in time how they're going to react from it. Robbie's been talking about playing catch-up, unfamiliar territory for him. Not really, no. I'm just sort of trying to focus now on you know being consistent and, and playing well like we know we can and, and winning games and at a level, and a, a performance level that we expect from the players and we know they, they can attain. And if we get that right, then I'm sure we'll um, you know start making inroads on anyone around us, really. And the injury update... Yes, thankfully, uh, with no uh, fresh injuries from the internationals, which is great. Nice surprise. They're all buoyant. You know, everyone had a touch of success while they were away. So we're, we're really pleased to have them all back and, you know, in good spirits. Yeah, I think um, this could be a real kickstart for, for Celtic uh, in the title race. Um, there's also an element of Europe, Europe not being totally beyond them, but but it's a it's a tall order now to hold themselves back into contention to qualify in the Europa League. So uh, concentration can be pretty much hundred percent on, on uh, getting back at Rangers in the in the title race, um, and and that's what he that's what he will be looking for them to do. I mean, it's been a stuttering spell, of course it has. I mean, the, 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 it was a shocker against Sparta Prague um, at Celtic Park, but but maybe that was that that was the the shock they needed to spur them back into action and, and, and as he says he's got players coming back in, in prime form I, I think Celtic's problems are, are easy to solve it's playing with intensity mm-hmm. when they play with intensity they're a great good team and and because of the players that they've got especially in Scotland if, Scott, if Celtic turn up and play with the intensity that they can they'll beat teams but if they turn up what's happened in a, f- a few games this year where they're two or three yards off people they're making basic errors that's when other teams get a chance but it's not. It's, a, it's an easy one to fix. Turn up and play that way with that same intensity you played Motherwell. You win four one. It's not rocket science football. Work that wee bit harder. You've got better players. Celtic will win more games. So is that up to the manager or the players? players. It's up to players, Paul. You know the manager kind of make players run a bit. So I think that's what everyone talks about Rangers mentality. But what I think Rangers have done much better this year. Is that they work harder off the ball, and that goes a long way in football. You know, if you're playing against Celtic and Rangers, the last thing you want them to do is be in your face. It's the worst. You want them to give them time on your ball. Uh, sorry, want, they want yeah. You want them to give you time on the yeah. ball. When they're in your face, you go to Celtic Park and Ibrox. It's horrible to play against, and that's what Celtic have been missing this year for me. For the front especially, and we've said it before. Rangers have got that, that this year. The front three have worked their socks off. They worked much harder than they did last year, and that's why they're a harder team to play against. Good stuff, Cy Ferry, Barry Ferguson. That was all the rubbish when it's on. No, it's not actually. <laughs> I, it, it's crunch time coming up. Barry. It, it is yeah. crunch time. Look, look, listen, the proof will be in the pudding, I think, in the next couple of months. Um, but if you're asking me, I fully expect Celtic to come back. You don't become bad overnight. Everybody goes through bad times at some stage. Rangers done it last season after mm-hmm. the winter break. They've learnt for the mistakes. And I'm sure this two week period over the international break. Neil would have done a lot of soul searching and thinking, right, how can I get my team back? And as I said, I know it's, I know the way I'd be thinking if I was at Rangers just now. I would be telling everybody, we've got to be mindful. We've got to concentrate on ourselves because we know that yeah. Celtic are going to come back strong. And See, when you're going through a bad bit, bad at Celtic, how do you get through it? What is it? Just working a wee bit harder or is it? 
Yeah, it's, st- it's still having the belief. Yeah, I, I went through four or five stages of that throughout my my career, um, and it's easy to go go away and hide and and sulk in the corner. Um, it's all saying, listen, you've got to come through it, and the only way you come through it is getting results. I mean, that that bad result from Celtic against uh, Prague on the Thursday night—that's probably the worst I've seen Celtic. Now I sat yep. sat down to watch that game on Sunday, and I thought the first forty-five minutes Celtic came flying out the traps. Mm, yep. And that showed me they had an appetite, a hunger. There was all this clamour about they don't want to play for the manager. Well, I've seen a total different Celtic in the first 45 minutes. Sean, you certainly got us talking. You're entitled to an opinion. And you reckon Hibs will beat Celtic? You might be right. And you reckon Rangers are going to beat Aberdeen? We're going to get the opinions and the predictions of Cy, Barry and Rob after this. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go! Paul Cooney with Rob McLean, Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry, the top team here on Glasgow's newest radio station, Glasgow's own Go Radio, the football show with OPC Energy Limited. Thanks for making the switch to us. We're on, we start at five every night, we go through till seven and we're looking forward to this weekend. Full card coming up, we're going to get your predictions in a moment or two. Let's hear from another fan on the line. Cameron, a Rangers fan, is on. Cameron, good evening. Hi guys, how's it going? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Good. What's in your mind tonight? Um, I just wanted to ask Barry: um, Should we be um, concerned as Rangers fans about the upcoming transfer window, losing any key players, and also if there's any any particular player that you'd like to bring in? That sounds transatlantic line. Are you uh, somewhere afar? Where are you, Cameron? Yeah, I'm down under. Ah. <laughs> South side of Glasgow. Was that a lesson <laughs> <to Hague>? Glasgow? <laughs> yeah, well done. Uh, he's in Australia. Uh, in terms yeah, of yeah, Cameron. In terms of the the January transfer window, I I, I would be astonished if Rangers sold any of the um, the best players. If I'm being honest with you, it's far too an much an important season for me. Um, you know what it means to the club, and I, I would be staggered if the manager. Um, would allow or would sanction I say Lenny's better players but in terms of bringing players in he might look look to add one or two you, you never know but I, I, I like the look of the Rangers squad now I think it's really strong the probably only one you would probably say is is there a, a backup for Tav I know the young boy Nathan Parson um, there's a lot been spoke about him um, but he's really inexperienced so maybe they might go into the market for a backup for Tavernier, but in terms of selling their better players, I would be absolutely shocked if they did. Cameron? Yeah, that's put my mind at ease. Yeah. <laughs> How much are you loving it this season, the way Rangers are playing? Yeah, it's been it's been good to watch, you know. Um, you know, last season you'd expect us to go to a few games and maybe drop some points, but to be fair, the lads have pulled through and it's been good to watch. It's exciting and I think it will go down to the last couple of games. What ones, what ones do you think would attract interest? So Tavernia, I think Kamara's um, performances Kamara. in Europe and, and yep. international, I think I think top teams look at these sort of games, the European games, yep. international games. He's the one. He's the one that looks like he could go and play in a, mm-hmm. in a, in a, in a right good team. I, think I, I know everybody, Sai's made a great point there. Everybody talks about Tavernier, he's been unbelievable this season and Ryan Kent and Morelos will always have that uh, rumour. But see the one guy that people have their eye on it's Glenn mm. Kamara there's no yeah. doubt for Finland he's been exceptional I think again for Rangers um, I've been really impressed with him and it wouldn't surprise me if somebody comes in but I, I, we were talking about it early in the show I just cannot see it I would be 
I would be astonished. Robert, do, you, do you think they would make a profit on that 50 grand they gave to Dundee? What a 50 Rob, grand, Rob. Has the new deal been done? With Kamara? Yeah. I don't think it has as as yet. I mean, and there have been clubs sniffing about. I mean, mm. there's been quite a lot of speculation about him, and and that's one you would imagine Rangers would want to get nailed down sooner rather than later. But I see Juventus, Rob. Is that right? I think yeah, I think wow. they were mentioned. Yeah, um, I mean, he's he's top quality, and obviously he's you know he's got an international profile as well because he plays in the midfield for Finland. Yep. Um, they've they've qualified, haven't they? They qualified for yep. the yep. European finals uh, as well. And and in in European games, I mean, he's just a stick on. He's a stick on. To play for Steven Gerrard, isn't he? Yep, he, he's suited to that European mm. style, um, and I, I'm not surprised that that, that teams have uh, became interested in him. I spoke to Neil McCann three or four weeks ago, and he says his first training session he came up in trial. He says he was unbelievable. He, he, he can go and play at the the top of his game. And listen, there's no better guy than Steven Gerrard. That's how high he rates him. Um, he plays him in the big games, but no. I just couldn't see it happening. Mm. I just couldn't see either Rangers mm. or Celtic selling mm. their, their better ones halfway through a season. Uh, people think he's just came for Dundee, but what an upbringing he's had oh. at Arsenal, you know, and one of the best academies Academy. in Britain. Yep. You can see that he's, he's not got from that. Dundee, is he? No, he's not for Dundee. We didn't get players like that for Dundee, Rob. Dear me, but you can see that he's had a, a right good upbringing and yeah. kind of came through the Arsenal Wenger away, can't you? He's yeah. cultured, isn't he? Yes, cultured, yes. cultured player. Let's hear Stephen Gerrard looking forward to the match with Aberdeen on Sunday, as Cameron is too. Again, another tough challenge. Obviously, the rivalry speaks for itself. It's a big game. Both teams are in good form. It's a game that we're really looking forward to. It'll be a you know a different challenge to the one on the opening day in terms of, you know both players might look different in terms of personnel. So yeah, it's mouthwatering and one that we're very much looking forward to. Cameron, what do you think? What do you reckon? What's your scoreline on Sunday? Um, do you know what? I'm going to go for for a typical two 0 win, which we've been seen to do quite a bit of this season. Mm-hmm. Where where are you yeah. in Australia? In, in Perth. I, I called a few weeks ago and Sai asked me if I preferred neighbours or home and away. That's right, that's right, because I said good day to him. I thought I recognised him, yeah. yeah. Good Great. to hear you, mate. Yeah, Listen. it was me. Right. Listen, I've, I've got another question. Oh, quick one. On behalf of my dad. Yeah. Um, it's for Barry Insight. See if you were to sign one player from the opposite old firm team, who would it be? Oh, wow. Good question, what Cameron. Question. We're running out Edward. of time. But we... Edward, yep. Do you want to think about it? Yep. No, no. <laughs> so At this moment yeah. in time, I would take Tavernier. Right. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Do you want an explanation why? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 I think he's I think self evident. Yeah. Cameron, what about that? Yep. Sai, if it was at yeah, Celtic, they would sign. That. Yep. And Barry would sign Odson Edward if he comes back to the form. Well, look how he was midweek with the French under 21s. Cameron, listen, thanks so much for calling. Speak Thanks to you soon. Cheers. 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 Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. So we heard Stephen Gerrard there. Looking forward to that one. Let's see from Neil Lennon before we go. Looking forward to the match with Hibs. You know they've had a you know a couple of defeats in the league, but I don't think their performances have been you know maybe merited that the good win in, in the cup last week against Dundee. So at home, you know I think they've been strong this season. You know and under Jack, you know they brought in a couple of players who know the environment very well. So I think there'll be goals in the game. Hopefully we come on the. The positive side of that they're always very entertaining games between the teams and he spoke about Edward well first of all it's a great milestone for him you know and um, something he should be very proud of and yeah it was great to see him you know fresh and you know looking strong and his two goals were fantastic so that puts him hopefully in a good frame of mind for the games coming up and Rangers fans no injury worries obviously it's it's some players first day back 
today. Uh, I haven't had a chance to, to see them players as of yet. We're still waiting on a couple this afternoon as well. What we've he- heard on, on the telephone is the majority are fine. Uh, Zungu's got a bit of a knock that we're assessing in his knee. Besides that, everyone else is relatively in good shape, we hear. All right, guys, uh, you're all going for Motherwell to win at St. Johnson. Would that be right, Barry? Yes, I yeah. fancy Motherwell. I'm, I'm going for a draw. Oh, you go for the yeah, draw? Yeah, okay. because St. Yeah. Johnson in such, have been in such good form. Yeah. I think 1-1. One, one. Yeah, okay, I'm going to go narrow. Motherwell victory 1-0. Are you wanting scores or is it just... Oh, go for it. I'll go 1-0 Motherwell. 1-0 Motherwell? Yep, 1-0 Motherwell. Tony Watt? Yeah, I'll go Tony Watt. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. Yeah, he's, he's prolific. Yeah. Prolific Tony Watt, yeah, definitely. Rob, Livingston against St Mirren. Uh, Livingston 2-1 Marvin was on with you last yep. night in good form yep. the skipper yeah yep, how absolutely. was he feeling about it confident yeah I think yeah I think he was looking forward to getting back into it and, and obviously what for, for them it would put a bit of distance between themselves and the bottom of the table so I, I think Livingston uh, yeah 2-1 Sai yeah I'm going to go Livingston 2-0 I kind of see St Mirren scoring I think um, I think what Livingston have got over St Mirren are the types like Marvin Barkley I think St Mirren with Shaughnessy missing especially I think Livingston will have too much juicy 2-0 as well <laughs> <laughs> I don't like agreeing I know, I know. I'll go 2-0 yeah. yep. Barry's looking forward to dinner tonight aren't you? Oh, what's oh, nice, what is it? chicken pesto and rice have you got that Tilda rice yeah, yeah? yeah Tilda that's your one <laughs> Kilmarnock Ross County Si Kilmarnock Ross County I'm going to go 2-1 Kilmarnock 2-1 Kilmarnock Barry 1-0 Kilmarnock Mm-hmm. And Rob is yeah, Kilmarnock Kilmar- 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 are struggling to get goals mm-hmm. at the moment um, mm-hmm. I-, I think one each I think Ross County will get something out of that Right Huge match Dundee United against Hamilton Huge match for who? For, well, Bri- for Brian for, Rice for, for Brian Rice okay. yeah. I thought you meant for us Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I mean Well they got hammered by Rangers they mm-hmm. lost at Stranraer um, It's massive isn't it but I-, I can't see anything other than a Dundee United win 2-0 2-0 this is a hard one for me. Hamilton's my local team. Yep. And obviously I'm good mates with Mickey, who's a Dun United manager. Mm-hmm. Um I, I can only see Dun United winning the game. Really? He's got five nil Dun United down here, so he doesn't <laughs> like Hamilton. <laughs> <No. laughs> they don't score five, do they? <laughs> I think it, it could at three one I'm going. Mm-hmm. Dundee United. Yeah, Hamilton have been going two up top the last few while, which I think they should go back to trying to be hard to beat and, and nicking some in for set pieces or counter attacks. Um I can only see Dundee United winning and I'm going to go 2-0 Warren so Shanklin is he your scorer? Shanklin, McNulty yeah. I'll go so keep, okay. keep your scores covered up he's looking at your uh, he's looking at your bit of paper right. oh, no, no. <laughs> the two to go so tomorrow Hibs against Celtic I think I think there will be goals I agree with Neil Lynn mm-hmm. um, I think Doidge and Nisbet will be a right handful for whoever plays at the back for Celtic but I think Celtic will have enough and I think it'll be 3-1 Celtic there'll be goals 3-1 Celtic you reckon Rob? yeah um, I think it'll be close but Celtic will get there um, 2-1 Barry. Yeah, I agree with that. I've got it written down. <laughs> this is embarrassing, yeah. isn't it? Hibernian one, Celtic three. Ant and Deck inseparable. Who's yeah. top of the leaderboard? I was, um, my bottom. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll bottom. do it for Monday. You're, you're yeah. in relegation trouble. Oh my god, I'm basically Brian Rice, aren't I? <laughs> and Rangers Aberdeen on Sunday, the Sky match. So, Rob, what do you reckon? I think Aberdeen will do a whole lot better than they did on the opening weekend of the season. Wouldn't be difficult because they didn't really turn up. Um, I, I think they will give Rangers some problems, but Rangers too good, two one. Oh, I'm going to go Rangers 1-0. I think it'll be very tight. Uh-huh. I think Aberdeen will sit in and make it tough. I think Derek McInnes is good at organising his team that way, but I think Rangers will just have enough. Is it top scorer Tavernier for you to score? Or I think Morelos, Morelos will get back on it. Right. I think he, yeah. he relishes these games. Back so I on think it. Morelos will 1-0, score. you reckon? What do you say to your nephew? Did you speak to him before this match, Barry? Oh, no, 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 no. What do you reckon? <laughs> 2-0 Rangers. 2-0. Scorers? Yep. Um, 
I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> and, Rangers, and, and nor do yeah. Rangers. <laughs> what a week it's been, though, isn't it? Great week, um, great, brilliant yeah. for for Scotland qualifying. Um, and the league starts again this weekend. Excited to get it back, and hopefully there's a, a few exciting games. Can I ask? Is yeah. it going to take for something big to happen again? See you two dancing again, or can, oh, can we see that again soon? I think that shouldn't happen. I again, think the next it? major yeah. finals qualification. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we qualify for the World Cup, I think we'll do it again. Oh, can't wait. But Paul, interesting. <laughs> yeah. The come, you know, the return of, of club football. You just heard uh, from Neil Lennon and Stephen Gerrard how much that has all done to them, how, how it's yeah. affected them. Everybody's bubbling on the back of what's happened with Scotland. Absolutely true. Good luck tomorrow. Kelty Hearts, you're at home. Cheers, yes, yeah. at home. So it'll be a difficult game, um, but hopefully we can get the three points. Who's that- playing? Cumbernauld. Cumbernauld. We've had a few decent yeah. results against the bigger teams. So. And Si, you're up against uh, Peterhead, against uh, Jim Duffy's Dumbarton. Yeah, yeah. we were saying in the office, always well drilled, Jim Duffy's team, good football guy. Um, expecting a very hard game. We'll need to be our best to win it. Um, fingers crossed, because we need a win. Rob, we'll hear you, hopefully... Uh, Commentary yep. on the telly over yep. the weekend. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Working. Uh, I'll be at Ibrox on Sunday as well. Looking forward to that one. You'll be back with us on Monday. Yeah, back on Monday. Thank Thanks very much to Rob McLean, to Cy Ferry, to Barry Ferguson. For me, Paul Cooney, have a great weekend. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. 